This week's episode of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast is dedicated to the memory of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the other seven people who were involved in the tragic accident in Calabasas this past weekend. May your souls rest in peace. It's busted. It's two o'clock in the morning, where you been? Baby, they ain't get my two way. I was with my girlfriend. Edge, we're trying to lose our hair. Yo, Mason Diddy, man, that combination was hard. Yo, fam. Yo, Mason, will you please start smoking la la? Nah, puff, I'm a thug, I'm a daha. What does that mean? I'm a daha. Explain that one. I'm a die high. No, daha. No, 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 Say the bar again. Yeah, say the bar again. He was like, you can say it in a normal voice. No, I'm going to say in the accent. Because this guy yo, Mace. No, 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 can you deep? He took a deep breath. No, he thought, yo, Mace. Yo, Mace, will you please start smoking la la? Nah, Puff, I'm a thug, I'm a daha. What's going on, world? This is the Rams Like Dines podcast, episode 23. It's your boys, Peter. Yo, yo. Mohammed. Yeah. And myself, Yemi. Don't know. It was our second take. How we doing, guys? <laughs> What's good, man? God is good. All the time. All the time. All the time, God is good. Very much so, very much so. How your week's been, guys? It's been very good, man. Very, very, very good. Um, right. Busy. Um, you yeah, weren't kidding when you said energy, boy. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's been good. But a lot of very berries in there. Actually, no, let's do that again. Let's do that again. Let's no, we're not nah, doing nah, nah, Let's do that nah, again, nah, man. No, 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 no. Please, man. Yo, we're rocking with this intro, fam. Pete, how was your week? Yeah, no, it's been good, man. Productive. And um, yeah, positive, man. Positive, positive yeah. Can't, can't complain. What if this guy went into the group chat a couple of weeks ago, yeah? Oh, boy. Oh, like, boy. Guys. Oh, man. Oh, man. I love you guys. Be great. Strive oh, shit. Be great. <laughs> Don't fear. Never fear. I love you guys. I love be you great. guys, man. I Listen, love you. A bit of content. I've had a bit to drink, man. What is this drunken gibberish that's coming on my phone? I'm not going to lie. I appreciate it. two in the morning, man. I appreciate the love. I think I was talking a lot of truth. Though. I honestly appreciate it. It don't matter, bro. It was the wrong timing. No, I appreciate the love. I'm, no, the, the love was fan. cool, but it was just so typical of Peter, innit? Yo, fam. <laughs> I was like, oh, my guy, fam. You know what I'm saying? Man, I had a bit to drink and I thought, you know what? Let me just express some things that were on my mind. Yo, man, Peter and I thought, the worst you know what? Team, let, me, let me hit the group chat and just let these men, how great they are, let them know how great they are. And, you know, just, just big up my guys, man. Audience, you know, to you, Pete. Lift them up. It's a new year and that, you know. I feel you. I feel you. Audience, there's been Edge and Christian. There's been the Hardy Boys. There's been the Dudley Boys. I think... Peter and alcohol are probably one of the worst tag teams <laughs> in US, UK, and oh, world man. history. I agree with that. But we move. Mohammed, how was your week? It was a week. It was a week. That's it, fam. Yeah, I you, believe... were, you were definitely active, weren't you? Fam, like. <laughs> uh, that was a funny one. Um... <laughs> See this guy. Um, if you knew. If you knew about Mohammed, man. What's my week been saying? Say what, say what. Honestly, like, I wish I could give you a funny story. It's been a week, man. But yeah, how's your week, man? Uh, yeah, my, my week <laughs> was good. Um, yeah, busy. Didn't really do much, to be honest. Um, yeah, chilling. A week. A bit like Mohammed. Just a week. It literally has been man. that. As we get older, we're just getting bruv, boring. We're man. getting washed up, bruv. Yeah, like, very, very boring out here. But London nightlife is shit. So we move. Oh, so can I just say, salute to Will Smith and Ryan Lawrence, man. I watched Bad Boys, innit? Mm. Oh, did you? Yeah. How man. was it? Yeah, they're old, fam. They're old. They're old, man. Yeah. Like, I love them. Martin Lawrence is especially. Yo, fam, Martin Lawrence aged like a fridge, bruv. But like... But, you know, he's <laughs> yeah, had health problems. Yeah, like, has he? 
Don't make me feel bad for that joke, fam. You had a stroke. Marty Lawrence had a stroke. No, you didn't know. Time ago. Marty Lawrence. Ages ago. Marty Ma. Yeah. I feel bad now. It's fine. You want to know. Yeah, I really feel bad. Yeah. Or was it a good film? Um, it was a film. It wasn't a good film. Yeah, like it wasn't. It's what I expected. I don't yeah. think anyone thinks this film's going to be amazing. Yeah. It's just you know, entertaining. It's yeah. Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. Mm. You know how we had that previous conversation about like Eminem has been whacker longer than he's been good? Don't do that. Can we do the same for Will Smith? No. No. Impossible, man. So, as far as Will films it, No. What was the last well, good you feel Will like Will's film? been like bad more than he's been good? Nah, Longer bro. than he's been nah, good? Nah, impossible. Well, impossible. he's been going for a run of fairly like for the last seven, yeah, forgettable for the, films yeah, for, for the, the last, last what, decade. Like, decade? I'd probably say decade. When did, when did Seven Pounds or whatever that bullshit come out? And he had what, what was the last great Will Smith movie? Pursuit of Happiness? Oh, six, bro. Suicide Squad? Nah. Wasn't great. Was would you? But it can't be great. He had, he had what? He had After Earth. He had Concussion. I mean, no, no, because you're, you're, you're talking about the whack ones on Bad Boys now. They're talking about the whack ones on Seven right. Pounds was like wasn't last decade. I don't think. Let me check right now. Um, yeah, because we're gonna do this right now. Yeah. He had that. So um, he had Gemini Red, Man. Yeah, All of yeah. these are just Suicide Squad. Never, yeah, yeah. None, none of them really hit Gemini Man. However, if we're gonna be honest, he had a whole of the nineties with Bad Boys and everything. Then two thousands, he had Ali, Men in Black. Pursuit of Happiness. No, if he had Three two films, if he, no, but if he had no, I'm just saying he had five, say four films in the nineties, four films in the two thousands. If he had two decades of greatness and one decade of badness, you've been better than you've been, you've been lot better, you've been longer better than you've been worse. I'm just saying, since 06, I don't know of a really amazing Will Smith film. Seven, perhaps seven his, pounds um, wasn't whack. Perhaps he's it wasn't whack, but it wasn't amazing. Perhaps, Pursuit of Happiness was amazing. Perhaps he's really, and that was 07. Peter 06. <laughs> perhaps he's really good stuff. Probably like. Is stronger than his bad stuff. Yeah, I, I agree with that. And he's been better for longer than he's been worse. We're not doing that. Eminem. Know, no know, way are we doing that. Eminem compression. <laughs> I don't know about that, bro. It's a fact. Just by numbers, it's a fact. Why does? What do you mean numbers? He's been good for two decades. He's been, how many films did he do in the nineties? He done the two bad boys. No, he done one bad boys, one men in black, enemy estate, and Independence Day. That's four. Okay. Then and, then had, the and then you named three more from the 2000s. No, he had Ali. Yeah. Pursuit of Happiness. Bad Boys 2. Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, what's your opinion on I Am Legend? Nah. Hancock? Nah. I Robot wasn't great either. I was going to say I Robot. Men in Black 2? That's good. Uh, so you had four in 2000s? But we're talking about amazing though. I had three in 2000s that are amazing. I think Pursuit of Happiness, Bad Boys 2, Ali was... I think Ali's amazing. I think he's only got two. Ali and Pursuit of Happiness. I... I'm but just saying, but he had at least a nice run in the 2000s. Just box office wise as well. Fair enough. Anyway, I just don't, I, don't I, I just don't want to, not Will Smith. But that was a nice tangent. But let's rein it, let's rein in the tangent and get on to uh, what, we're what we're here, here for. What we're here for today. So yeah, we are here on episode 23 to try our best to review the entire decade of the 2010s. The decade? The decade. So yeah, man, it's been obviously a very long one, especially for rap in general. Um, damn, man, everything happened. Right. It's been a lot of ups, a lot of downs, a lot of rises, a lot of falls, um, a lot of moments in, splattered in between. Great artists. Great artists, great music, whack artists, whack music, um, <laughs> and all that stuff. So we're basically going to break down our faves of the 2010s as far as albums, singles, artists, and moments go. 
uh, we've each come with an individual top five for each topic. And what we're going to do is decide on a definitive collective joint top five for each topic. It sounds like a mad task, but I reckon we're smart enough to be. Able it's going to gonna be mad because I'm not going to agree with any of you lot's picks. Um, I, I'm fully aware I will not agree with you. Um, and I'm fully aware that Mohammed will probably be somewhere in the middle. But it's literally how it goes. Yeah, yeah, something like that. <laughs> so let's just see what happens in it. It's gonna be fun. Let's just get straight straight to it. Can I start? You don't even know what we're starting with. <laughs> Do you know I, what I'm saying? The albums. You are flipping. I want to start the albums. On it. You, I want to start the albums. What do you say? Ego Beaver. Yeah, I really want to start this. You guys know how long I wanted to do this. Yeah, Mohammed's wanted to do this for a while. Yeah, yeah um, man. Probably since like the 1st of January 2010, actually. 2010? I see we done it. What were you guys doing in 2010, by the way? Um, um, selling bricks. Knew it. I'm bad messing with someone's girl. Keep the cutting that out. No, 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 no. That's not moving. That's not moving. And this bit's not moving too. No, that's not moving. And this I'm joking. Come on. This nigga's not joking, bro. I was I was in uni. I was in my first year in uni. Yeah, just having fun, man. Your Peter's a bird. Um what was I doing in 2010? Trying to remember. First year uni. Yeah. Yeah, first year uni. Just finished college, first year uni. Going to other people's lectures more than I went to mine. That'll make no sense whatsoever. <laughs> Basically, and you could, Mia could vouch for this. It was Mia, Drake, a couple of other people I knew. I retook my first year. I ended up going to their lecture more than I went to mine, but I was just an idiot that year, man. You want to find a journalism? I ended up retaking a done it, got banged it. Come on, fam. Dash my hat in the air. What were you doing in 2010? Same thing? I was in college, finished, and then I had taken a gap year. I wish um, I'd done that. In which I what did I do? Not much to be honest. Job center. Job Seekers Allowance, JSA, big up. Um, and I volunteered <laughs> at my old school um, for a bit. Fair enough. That's pretty much it, to be honest. Peter, where did you go uni? Bristol. Why does Bristol sound familiar? Oh, that girl from Love Island is from Bristol. Yeah. Okay, that's why. What's her name? Shawnees? I'm not even pronouncing her name right. What's Shawnees. her name? How do you know how to pronounce her name? I think it's Shawnees. She's pronounced it Shawnees. Shawnees. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Hey, salute to her, man. Salute to her. I'm man. sure she's well known in the neighborhood. Um... <laughs> Shout out to Shawnee's family. All right, cool. Shout well, I mean, we've more or less were on kind of similar paths from at twenty in twenty ten, and obviously fast forward to the end of the decade. My music taste has changed so much, though, man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, ups and downs. Ups and downs, isn't it? Yeah, man. Ups Artists that I used to love, artists that I stopped listening to. Um, yeah, it's wild, bro. I think twenty ten Eminem dropped Recovery, and I liked it. Hmm. That's an L for you. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, yeah, Eminem's coming back. He I mean, never came back. Twenty ten Arsenal, all right. Were they? Yeah, we what we was we was calm. Twenty ten, not calm, calm like we need titles, calm. But we had a decent team. Should we just go run through it? We was beating Barcelona in twenty ten. We don't need that. What? Please don't. No, I'm just saying we was beating Barcelona in twenty ten. Like we had a nice team. Oh, was that when Jake Wilshere broke out? Yeah. The one only <laughs> time you ever beat Barcelona that seventy two times you faced them. So about the albums of the decade. So yeah, so, <laughs> let's just get straight to it then. So um, yeah, we've all come up with, I've actually come up with more than five, to be honest. Oh, don't do um, that. I've got two, four, six, eight, 10, 12, 13. Why? I, I picked That's five. Why, why? We had That's five. because I just brainstormed. Well, I have I'm five. not going to pick all of them. I'm going to pick out of the five, out of this and pick a definitive five for me. Well, I've got five in a decade. All right, cool. Go ahead, Mohammed. You go off. So this is my five. And I've done it slightly, maybe I've done it differently to you guys. Just want to put Ashton there, yeah? I've done my favorite. Yeah, I'm done my favorite. Too. Yeah, so I've done my favorite. So I'm not necessarily going to say it's the best. We're collectively going to come up with the best. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do my favorite. I did. 
the best. Five, the, your favorite. We're the best. You done best. Yeah. I love favorite, but I feel like we're collectively. But I also feel like our music is gonna be the best. Some of the best. Yeah. Anyway. Fine. And I feel like we're collectively gonna come up with the best. And I know I've come up with things that I know you man might not have. I know there's so. three that we definitely got in common. I'll put my house on it. But I'm gonna put it down. So and I know which one you're talking, and that's the reason why I picked ones that weren't were going to be different because I knew that you especially would have those three. I know which ones you're talking about. No, there's three. I've got. I feel like best and favorite is. I think they can't deny these. Yeah, I know which ones I've got about. two on my list. That I expect you both to. So have. the first one I've got is. Well, I purposely didn't put certain albums down because I knew you two would. Fine. Well, let's talk about these albums. Okay. The first one I got is AOAs. That came out twenty ten. Yeah, wait, and yeah. Heartbreak. That came out 2010. No, it didn't. Yes, it did. 2008. My Dark Twisted Fantasy came out 2010. Apologies for that, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I'm bugging. Yeah, my first is Dark Twisted Fantasy. I feel like that's the best album of this decade as well. That's what's crazy. And that came out 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, we say, man, I just want to run through it and then get into the five afterwards. Uh, How do you guys want to do it? No, you can run, no, run, run through it. Just run through it, innit? And yeah, we'll just run through it. And then we can talk me. about it. Cool, so I got that one first. First, second, Good Kid, Mad City. I feel like that's... You can't really argue that. I feel like that's a classic. Third, the Pippa Butterfly. What a shot. But I feel like he's... You can't. Those are the three that I knew you would have picked. But I don't feel... I feel like those are definitely top three albums I'm not saying they're not. But I feel I like, know. nah, yeah, I'll argue this to their dad. Die. I think those three are easily fam. One of them changed the voice of hip hop. I think them three... Let's stop it. Okay. Now fourth... <laughs> you sound so sassy. Sorry. Fourth... I'm sorry if I don't do this again. Damn. Okay. I feel like... No, I'm sorry. What can you know about... Wow. What'd you say? I said, rah. Brav, like, yo, I feel like what is, I feel damn is ridiculously good, bro. And fifth, now, I know neither of you are going to have this album on your thing list. And I might be putting this album there because of what happened afterwards. If you get what I mean. I think I know where you're going. I, but I've I got, vi- exactly I've got Victory Lap as one of my favorite albums of the decade. But it's the totality of the career, what you've come up with, and it really is the victory lap. I think we got to change this. I don't think it can be favourites because you need to be objective as what you actually thought was the best albums. Of the that's what I said. I've done favourites. If, you, if, you're, if you're just going to pick your favourites, then that's going to blind you as far as looking at the bigger picture. I've got an album on my list that wasn't my favourite, but it was absolutely... No, but I feel, like we're all good. I feel like we're all good enough to come up when we come in the middle and we'll talk about the best. Three of the slots are taken already. Um, I've got two. Two of the slots that are definitely taken. I've got three. That I think them three, three are definitely taken. So I've got fifth. So the fifth one I've got is, realistically, do I think it's the best album of the decade? No. Like just sonically, musically, artistically, I don't think it's the album of the decade. But because of what it meant, because of what happened, I personally, like I would have put Rhapsody's first album ahead of it if I was just talking about best album. Um, Layla's Wisdom, if I was talking about just the best album, I would've, definitely would have put Layla's, Layla's Wisdom. Layla's Wisdom would have been in my top five, by the way. But the only reason why I'm putting Victory Lap or Rhapsody's first album it's just because of the way it all plays out. Like, I think this guy had six mixtapes in 20, the to 2010s. Like, it's just the whole journey and everything and what it meant. Just what it meant to me as a fan as well. I'll be honest with you. Like The first episode we'd done together, I think I was saying that it was my favorite album that year. The practice sessions was, you know, I was talking about how much that album meant to me personally. My first pick of the week was from Victory Lap. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just everything meant, that album was a lot to me personally as a Nipsey fan. And then everything that happened, I still got, I went to that album back to the album today. So maybe I'm talking more as a fan of Nipsey than a best album. But yeah, that would be round at my top five of the decade. But I just want to put quotations. If we're talking best album of the decade, I'll put Layla's Wisdom ahead of Victory Lap. But I fuck with that Nipsey album a lot. But that's my five. With 
Lilith Wisdom right there. And three of them with a country. What'd you say? Three of them with a country. Yeah, and also Forest Hills is right there too. <laughs> Don't piss me off. Peter, <laughs> what you got? I want you to go next. You want me to go next? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fine. Um, cool. Um, I'm going to just pick off the. Off I'm the looking fly, forward to this. I'm going to pick off the flyer, to be honest. Same here. So one album that I've definitely got, which is probably my favorite album of the decade and one of the best. We got it here from here. Thank you for your service by A Tribe Called Quest. Mm. I think that might be one of the best albums. First of all, I think it's the best farewell album in hip hop history. And I also think as far as the OGs go, it is one of the strongest albums from our OGs. Mm. Just generally. Yeah, um, for that me. is a perfect album for me. Um, from the production, the musicality, from Fife and Q-Tip going back and forth again like it was the 90s again. Jerobi surprising the whole world with his bars. <laughs> like, who the <laughs> hell knew that Jerobi was that good? He was out here doing Cook and Chef. Meanwhile, he had these bars just waiting for the world to see. It was mad. So <laughs> that, for me, is just number one. Um, that's just a very, very, very sick album. Number two, I've got 444 by Jay-Z. Oh. Um, I think it's just a really dope blueprint first of all for what i like to call grown man rap i think he's setting a template for how you can age in rap and hip-hop and you can still give advice to the younger generation while still keeping um a side of yourself that's still of the culture um i think top to bottom it's just an incredible album um you guys know i'm not as much of a jay-z fan as you guys shock yeah, exactly. But 444, it just, it really pleasantly surprised me and it, it blew me away. So I'm definitely taking 444. Number three. Whew. Damn. It's just going to go into the favorites now. Um, I think it probably is not going to be the best, but one personal favorite of my album, it was um, Because the Internet by Charles Gambino. I think that, like it, it's, it just tells a story that really I think aged really well of like the internet being the main source of well a main source of the world's problems now how attention spans are decreasing how <coughs> relationships and social anxieties are really put into the surface how people can feel lonely because you know you're in the internet you're one of billions of people just trying to find themselves and find their voices. I think he's played, I think he played the position of being a commentator for that really, really well. And like him and Ludwig Goranson, who produced it with him are just like a, a dream team. So yeah, I just really, really, really fucked with that album. And that came out in like 2013. So that's like one of my favorites from the, from the decade. Um, number four, Pinata, Freddie Gibbs and Madlib. Um, that was my first proper introduction to Freddie Gibbs. And obviously Madlib is my favorite producer. So I was pleasantly surprised by not only the production, because even though Madlib is amazing, like he can never cease to amaze me. And Freddie Gibbs, like just how, like oh, how much of a picture he creates with his words. Um, and obviously he's a cult rapper, but you know, he's a cult rapper that doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily like, He's just different with it, I think. Like he Fuck he creates man. he creates a different. He tells a story that's just so succinct, and it's just, it, like he takes you on a journey and stuff as well. So I just think like Pinata was just like a really dope, really really dope album. So wait, you got Pinata over Bandana? As far as the decade, yeah, Bruh. I think so. 
I think so. I think I prefer Bandana, but I think impact wise, Pena Rah. way more more so. Um, but that's just me. And then number five, oh man, it's a difficult one. Um, <laughs> shit. Right, before I get into this, wait, yeah. hold on a sec. I just realized you ain't said an album yet. There's an album you haven't said yet, but keep going. Have I said an album? Yeah. Then I think you're just trying to do different albums than me. That's right, my cool, guess. Yeah, cause again, because I said that I picked albums that I know you guys wouldn't. All right, go on. Just to make it more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, go on, go on, yeah, go on. Yeah. I want to hear this. So some honorable mentions. Yeah. <laughs> some honorable mentions. Yo, I'm... honorable mentions is a hell of a cop out, by the way. <laughs> no, by the way, I'm going <laughs> to... No, no, no. no, no, no. I, I didn't know who was doing a hell of a cop out. No, because I didn't know who was doing honorable no, mentions. That's you know, I didn't no, know who was doing that. Neither did I. No, no, no. We're coming back to you, Cole. We're coming back to you after we're done. You can't even do that, bro. No, we're coming back to me after we're done. You know what it is? I'm doing it as a tactical ploy while I actually figure out what my fifth one is. Nah, we can't be doing honorable mentions, bro. No, I think we should do honorable mentions at the end. Fine. Yeah, fam, definitely. Right, we cool. collectively come up with them. Yeah, cool. man. Okay. This guy got reel off six people. Yeah, so that's my top 10 guys. <laughs> no. You feel me? I was definitely going to pick another five. Nah, nah, pick one, pick, pick one more, King. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to go for a UK album. Um, I'm going to go for... Ooh. Common sense? No. Little Sims? Nope. Fuck it. I'm going to go for Hoodies All Summer. Come on, man. Come on. What are we doing here, bro? I think so. It was either that or Made in the Manor. But I think as far as like UK goes, it's one of, the, I think Kano's got probably... The biasness. It's not biased. Sorry, sir. It's not biased at all. Say how you feel. That's how I feel. The I decade. In the UK. No, we're just for albums. We're just talking albums. Yeah. The decade. I, I think UK... We 10 years. Represent. I think UK we got to represent. That, and that's the best album. What are you talking about though? Are we talking about the actual material of the album? Or are we talking about everything around it? Of course, everything. Everything. Hoodies also made a hell of an impact. What about the material? Huh? The material? Yeah. All right. It made a hell of an impact. I'm not mad at that. I, I think if you genuinely feel as though musically that was one of the most like superior pieces of music you heard in a decade, then... Yeah, facts. I mean, cool. no, no, it's opinions. 100%. It's opinions. 100%. Just for the music, for what he was talking about, for it being such a sign of the times whilst also talking to past and future generations, I think when we look back on it, we might see it as a timeless piece of work. Right. I think. Right. So for me... That's your five? That's my five. All right. I'll come back to me, by the way. <laughs> Why are we coming back to you? We are still deciding I'll come back to me. which one. Why are, are we be, coming you know back to you? Because I want to give a couple of honorable mentions. Peter, go oh, ahead. Oh, bro, we ain't doing honorable Peter, mentions, go ahead. man. Um, my five. So I've got um, top of the list to yeah. Pimp a Butterfly. For me, um, the album was perfect, man. Um, Flawless? Yeah, definitely. I think just from, from the musicians that he collaborated with, um, I really enjoyed the, um, the, the jazz element of it. I really enjoyed the people he pulled in to, to, to work on it, you know, such as you know, Robert Glasper, Kamasi, Anna Wise, Bilal, um, Thundercat. I just feel like he didn't mess with any of the collaborations, man. And then... Um, the, the, the content as well is just powerful. Just like extremely powerful, man. Like he was able to touch on so many different things from like, you know, spirituality to, you know, overindulgence in like fame and the impact that that's had on him. And it was, it was really deep, man. I liked how honest and brave it was as well, man. Like he was touching on a lot of his depression and, and his suicidal thoughts. And I don't think that's, that's that's hard enough to do it in conversation with people around, let alone music to the whole world. Thanks. Um, so I really rated them and I liked how he touched on um even colorism as well. Um 
as well as um, the hypocrisy that, you know, we sometimes see within our community as well. Um, it was just dope, man. It was inspirational, aspirational. It just had it all, man. The, the lyricism was just, it was just amazing to me, man. He just, it was just perfect on all fronts. Um, so yeah, that's that album. And then I've got Kanye West, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Um, I remember that time, man, when that album was released. He, it was his comeback after the whole Taylor Swift thing. Um, he started kind of gearing up to release it with the Good Fridays, which was, I can't Shit. remember the last time in music where I was as excited about anything as those Good Fridays. I literally used to like set my Fridays up to be ready to listen to those tunes. Mm -hmm. So I just remember the time. And then when I heard it, I was just like, this guy's a madman. Like, he's really tapped into another chamber of his talent. Um, and it, I, again, that's just another flawless piece of music. One of one of the most flawless I've ever heard. But that's the album that they um, came on. That's definitely up there. Top so yeah, that's on there as well. Um, I've put Travis Scott Astro World, man. Um, you? Yeah, yeah, no, um, you? Yeah, one hundred percent. That that. Peter. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, better aside, I'm shocked. No, me too. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, that album was absolutely amazing, man. Sonically, that was just again, that was another flawless album. No skippable tracks, no whack tracks. It was just brilliant, man. And, Classic. Um, uh, you know how I feel about that word, so I'm I'm gonna stay clear of that for now. If you put on that level of these other albums, um, um that's a whole other conversation. Yeah. But yeah, I just feel as though obviously with a lot of my type of music is very lyric driven, but this one was very melody driven, and I love that. And his ad libs, and I know Rich will love this. Straight like, up, his ad libs are just like it might be some of the greatest ad libs we've ever heard. Oh no, they are. He's um, a goal. There's not even, even a debate about it. Yeah, man. And, and even with that album, man, I got to see how he even influenced Kanye. I think a lot of the stuff that he did on that album, I feel like Kanye has tried to tap into on other albums. And it kind of made me look at Kanye a little bit in a, in a particular way, man. Like Kanye's, he's, he's of that ilk of um, aligning with certain type of artists and draining a certain level of energy and talent from them. But that's a whole nother convo. But he didn't do that with Travis. Um, I think he tried. I've been said that Astro World was the album that Kanye West wishes he could have made. Yeah, yeah, that's a fact. And I feel like Travis produced quite a bit on Jesus, if I'm not mistaken. He did. Um, but yeah, so I've got Astro World on there. Um, fourth, I've got The Roots, How I Got Over, which was just an amazing piece of music for me, man. Black Thought was getting busy all over that album, as well as um, Dice Raw um, and a couple of other rappers that they had on that as well um the roots man that's special to me man they're obviously my favorite group um and that's i feel like bias. come on man um okay that's fine i can do all that cool um is that me a victory though maybe we've all got our own bias yeah honest. we do man actually um, but no not at all because that's not the only album that they've dropped in the decade but are you so saying your best or i think it's one of i think it's definitely so you're not of. saying favorite you're saying best yeah 100 percent. is it their best album of the decade uh yeah 100%. Um, yeah, man, with The Roots, man, they're, they're a special type of group, man. I love how they've just dipped and dived into different genres of music, man, like with, with every album. I feel like they've had like they had the jazz era, they had the boom bap era, they had the neo-soul era, experimental, political, dark, and then spiritual. They've literally tried to do every type of sound and experiment in so many different ways with their sound. Um, and I think that gives even more like credit and credence to a rapper like Black Thought who doesn't get drowned out by having like a, a band, a loud band behind him. And he's been able to, and it shows his versatility and his consistency where he's able to bar on all these different types of 
of these different types of music. So, um, yeah, I've got that album is fourth. The fourth Chameleon. Um, and then my fifth one, um, you lot are going to laugh and probably sound biased. I've got Rock Marciano Reloaded. <laughs> um, I, I don't even know why I'm you're reacting. laughing though. I'm not, I'm not reacting. <laughs> Listen, respect my mans, man. <laughs> I'm actually not reacting to this. Um, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Is this you? what you thought were the best or are these your favourites? Best. So you thought you have been a good kid, Matty? Uh, um, I probably enjoyed it more than Good Kid Mad City. Do you think it's better than Good Kid Mad City? There's a conversation there. I mean, we're going to have it. Okay, not today. We are when we come together and <laughs> talk about what's the top albums of the decade. Straight <laughs> off your list. <laughs> I try to avoid it. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, yeah, man, that album was just brilliant, man. Like, obviously, the credit and the shine that Rock Marciano is getting now is 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 um is nice to see for day one fans, isn't it? Obviously, I've been a fan from, from the is beginning. It? Um, yeah, no, I like it. I like, I like seeing it. Um, I've been a fan from the from the beginning, man. You know what I'm saying? So it's good to see him kind of get the credit and, you know, the respect that he's deserved. A lot of people don't know that. Obviously, he started out with um, Busta Rhymes and that. And then he left Busta Rhymes' crew and then kind of started doing his own thing. His first album was Marsberg, which dropped in 2010. And that was the beginning of a lot of what you hear today as far as the underground. With like Griselda and Benny and all them boys, a lot of what Rock Marcy started doing, they've taken to another level. You know, that grimy um, 90s influence type of music. Rock Marciano kind of brought it back and perfected it and allowed and kind of repackaged it to the point where, you know, a lot of artists are able to become successful of it. Um, I feel like this album particularly had... It made me feel as though Rock Marciano's impact within the underground is not that far off from MF Doom's. And the reason why I say that with MF Doom, he brought in the obscurity as far as um, rapping on a particular type of production where you sample um, not just like break beats and, and, and soul, like, like really like sound from like programs and movies. I feel like Doom brought that in as well as the weird off the wall type of lyricism. I feel like Rock Marcy's brought in more loop-driven, soul-sample-driven, dusty music. Um, and he's made it easy for the likes of Action Bronson and Euro Droog and West Side Gun and L Sweatshirt and them man to really flourish. That's why I put an album there, just for the impacts that it, it made on the underground. And I'm more of an underground guy, so it's going to speak to me. And I just thought the album was flawless. Um, what year did he release that? Uh, I think 2012. Yeah, 2012. Can I just, um, can so I, yeah, that, that rounds out my five. Um, I've got honourable mentions too, but I'm not going to... No, we'll do that later. I'm not going to cheat like you, I man. Just, I, just, I, just, I, just, no, I just want to make a comment. Go on. You two are set up, chicks. What? what do you mean? I asked you, do you want us to run through it or go into, the, go into, go into it? You said run through it. He went, he both of you gave... Detail. You, man, went into detail. I tried to keep it as succinct as possible. I mean, salute to both of you. You weren't saying shit. Salute to both <laughs> of you. You feel me? <laughs> we salute to both of you, but you and ourselves. All right, cool. Well, now the time has come... So come together and decide a definitive top five. That was rude, by the way. <laughs> yeah, I know. And I'm glad you felt it. Anyway, let's decide on this top five. So we already know. Rock my set us out. <laughs> All right, don't, don't say it like that. Because there's, no, there's an argument. You know, Jesse Jeff, when Uncle Fee used to kick him out. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> what fam? Nah, fam. So what, you're thinking that Rock Marcy's out? Yo, man, when I told you, <laughs> bro, you know when Jesse, you know Jesse Jeff used to get kicked out? Of, I'm telling you, bro. Ah, ah, nah, see, we're what? not going to do that. Because cool, you can argue it. Right, it depends. Cool, cool, cool. Let's decide on the five and then we can- we We've can got see. three. All right. 
What are the three? Dark so Twisted. Okay, so. Dark Twisted. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, me go on. Right. Do you want to decide the first one first or the fifth one? Let's go first. Do we want to go up first going down let's pick or up, let's pick, up? Let's pick the five and then rank them. Okay, cool. So Dark Twisted is always there. Yes. Good, good Kid for me is going to be there. I think it's there too. I'm not sure about Good Kid. So let's just pause on Good Kid. The Pippa Butterfly is there. Yes. So we've got two. So you've got two. Two. I would love to put in We Got It From Here by Tribe. I think Good Kid is a third. I think Good Kid is a third too. I think Good Kid's clearly a third. Why do you think it's not a third? Yeah, I mean, me and you have had this conversation numerous times, man. I didn't feel Good Kid straight away. It took me a while before I really took it in. Um, and I'm not saying it's not a brilliant album because it is. I think I feel a way about having two Kendrick albums on there. You can't because I feel like that. it's not really fair for the other great albums that are on our list as well. Tell them step their game up. You can't <laughs> no, like you can't fault just because he's done it before. I don't think... you can't do it again. So what you mean to tell me that out of all the other albums that we made, none of them are better than Good Kid? I don't think so. Then there's a, there's a conversation there because I no, I agree with you. I'm sorry, there's a conversation there, but you're you're you saying. Because we've had a Kendrick album already there, yeah. it's unfair to the rest of these, man. I don't think that's the case. It's not only- but is more it... to the point, we're talking about the overall impact and the overall package around each album, right? If we're doing that, then we have to include Good Kid Mad City Brother. because it represented so much. Not just the album, but it represented Kendrick's ascension, in a sense, mm. to, the, to the mainstream- His introduction to, to it. To, to, really. to, to rap in general. Like, and given what he's gone on later to do and what he will continue to go on to do, we're gonna look, we gotta look back at Good Kid Bad City as like a defining moment for hip hop. Whatever decade. For that to be your first album, bro. Well, not kind of section eight. For that to be your, come on, man. The impact was ridiculous. I'm not disputing that. Like, I'm, not dis, I'm not disputing You're just impact. talking about the quality of the work. I'm talking about the music. I still think it's there. I, I don't even know if I'm personally able to measure the impact. That's why I'm argue. only gonna talk about the music. Why can't you? I would argue there. Because I don't know. Just what, a genuine question. I don't know exactly what the impact was. Was it on social media back then? Uh, was it yeah, it was on social media by then, yeah, of course. Twitter, I don't think you could have missed it then, bro. Instagram. If he was on social media, I don't think you could have missed his impact. How are we measuring impact? It shook, he, he it was shook, a moment in time, culture. it shook the culture for 100%. It was, a it was a moment in time, okay. Let's so, you know I mean. is impact more than the quality of the music? Um, I think the, I think the quality of music stands up. To the impact, perhaps. I'm not. I'm saying? not disputing that, but I'm asking the question. What's, what's the question, sir? Is impact bigger than music? Maybe. Just generally speaking, I personally don't think so. But uh, you could argue. It. You can argue it. I personally don't think so. But you could probably say that people maybe appreciate the impact more than they did the actual music. Is that a question? I think he's made better albums musically, and I do agree with you. I think there have been better albums musically throughout the decade, but. We just got to look at what it meant. Everything, to the totality of it. Fine. All right. For impact alone, yeah, then, like, I guess I'm, it has to be. It has I, to be yeah, because we can't Fine. talk just music alone. Because then, I was going to say- But, but then if that's the case, then across the board, whenever we're ranking anybody, whether it's top five lyricism or whatever, impact is going to propel certain people higher than they should be then. No, because no, that's the only one we could we're naming right now. No, that's true. That's 100% true. Well, I, then I, that, I judge things differently then. All right, well, let's just, do we all agree good kids? Yes. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Yes. And uh, cool. So that's third. This is where it gets interesting. This is where it gets interesting. Wait, is it number one? Number one is any. I'm not really doing. Yeah. Nah, number one has to be Two Pimp. For me personally. To me, it's Dark Twisted. For me, it's Dark Twisted as well. Why is it Dark Twisted? Because I think that's Sonic musically, game. I think it's the best album of the decade. Musically, the backstory around it, the actual process of recording it, the music itself, 
it shut down not just the hip hop world, but it shut down the world. I feel like I didn't know you I fuck like with. Ken, t- I didn't know you fuck with Top Pump. I didn't that's know you in fuck my t- that's in my top like five hip hop albums of all time. No, I, I, I didn't know you fuck with yeah, that much. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's amazing. That was a, that was a, that was perfect to me. Um, I feel like that should be number one just because of the time that we were in when it dropped as well. It was speaking to so much. Like, um, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, this still happening, but it, there was a lot more noise around. You know, blacks being killed at the hands of the police, and he made the perfect song um, for it. That whole album was perfect. Yeah, but I'm just saying that he had one song that I think for the next five years was okay, something. Like, all right, and that's, and that's why I'm going to put that above. Kanye's People still play all right when they I go want, marching. I want my artists to reflect the times. Not to say that if you don't, that makes your quality, the quality of music any less. But because of what that album represented against the time as well, it was perfect to me. There's no I reason why I can't. There's no way I can put um, Dark Twisted above that. On the flip side. I think Dark, Twist- Dark Twisted Fantasy was one of hip hop's greatest artists ever, giving us his greatest album, album ever. Um, on top of that, but yeah, cool, that's fine. But Kendrick didn't. Kendrick was penning all his stuff. <laughs> Kanye, I don't know who was writing for Kanye back then. No, I'm arguing my point. Let's not do that. Listen, all is fair in love and war, and all is fair in love and debating. Because there's some stuff that there's some stuff we don't talk about when it comes to Kanye West, and penning is one of them. Listen, I'm pretty sure by that by that point, he's writing more lyrics than he wasn't. But we can't. Wait, you know why you like hypocrite? Uh, you know, we're going to get into this with Drake later. Let's continue this. Yeah, I've, I've, I've got to put um, Kendrick first, man. I'm sorry. I well, won't be, you know what's crazy? I'm well, not mad at it's that. It's a Butterflies number one, man. Well, it's two to one for Dark Twisted Fantasy. And I feel like, okay, that's fine, but I'm, you know, I'm still... Hey, let me make this, let me make Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no disrespect to Kanye, but he wasn't talking about that much on that album, bro. It's still an amazing album. I'm not disputing that. But can I just say that, something? I but that like... means more to you. Um, can I just say something? And I'm a big man. I can admit when I change my mind, right? Yeah, I think to pimp wins. Bro, like he was... You know, talk- no, I'm only going back what I still listen to. Why have you gone back and listened to more over the last, say, three months? Neither of them. I, over the last year and a half, two years. If you had to go back to one album, which one would you say you've gone back to more? Doctor of the Fantasy. Bruv, like... Ca- I still like listen Ken- to Pimp, bro. bro. Kendrick, on to Pimp I was listening to King Corner today. To Pimp Butterfly, this guy, he addressed everything that was going on within the black community. Still man. going on. Everything. Like, he was talking to us, man. Like, for every track, he, I feel like there was a mood for every type of emotion or, or life experience that we have either been through or are going through. That album was just speaking to me differently, man. Even like, and I was funny enough, like in preparation for this episode, like I was watching um, the video for you, um, but the video is known as God is Gangster. And like, I was just reading around like the, the, the deepness of it. I think Ali, his engineer was like, right, that was a very intense recording session. And bro, if you listen to what he's talking about in that song, it's deep, man, because we all go through those moments where like, you know, the, the battle between good and bad within us all the time. And I don't know, man. I just feel like yeah. that album spoke to a lot more human yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, sir. You've already won the vote. You don't need to keep explaining it. <laughs> yeah, but no, no, you won. I think people... Okay, you, I, you I, I swayed his vote. Right, That's come on. You swayed his vote. All right, cool. Say no more. My guy. Well, here's the thing. My no, guy. You might say all that. I might find myself, for the, probably for the same reasons that you have such a personal connection with um, To Pimp. I have a way more of a personal connection with um, uh, Dark Twisted Fantasy. Well, what's, the, what's the connection? Connection is I just love the music. I love the fact that lyrically he was at his absolute peak, even if he did write it or not. I believe that he was writing a lot more than he wasn't. Um, I think he's got some of his most, some of his best songs on that album. 
It gave us so much as far as the Nikki verse. It gave us so much as the So Appalled Cypher. It gave us Devil in a Fucking New Dress. That is one of the best songs <laughs> in hip hop ever. That's perfect. He was, you know what I mean? So uh, the Rick Ross verse. Perfect. He just gave us so, all of the lights. He just gave us so much, man. The Chris Rock skit gave us a lot, man. All I'm saying. So that's top three. I, I agree. I'm not disagreeing with any of that. However, as a right. black man, <laughs> that's it though. That's it hits it, really. a little differently when I hear Kunkunta. Yeah, it was different, man. Fine. Number one. A little different when I hear All Right. Fine. Fine. So we've got that. Number okay, one cool. to Pimple Butterfly. So number, number two. two number three. Good Kid, Good kid Mad City. City. Number four. What's number four now? Ah, this way it gets politics. This is where it gets funny. I would love to pitch Tribe's last album because I just think it's such an amazing album. Um, and I think it showed a lot of people how the older generation of rappers and artists can still produce amazing bodies of work without seemingly going back to what might have worked for them in the past and maybe sounding a bit out of date in the present. I think they took everything of what they're good at, the musicality, the production, the lyrics, obviously they can all still bar, and they revamped it for 20, it came out 2016, but it came out for, for, for they revamped it for the decade. So I think like, it, you can definitely make a strong case for it because for me, that album is flawless. Um, for me, and the sentiment as well. I, I, I enjoy the album, but I think I might have been more in love with the novelty of it being their last, its tribe, and the fact that it was Fife's going away thing too. I don't necessarily know if the music oh. was all the way there for me. So I don't know if I'm going to, if I can back putting it on the list. Um... I don't listen to Tribe like that. Okay, in that case, who are you pitching then? I've got pitch. Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom I'm for not, me. Can you stop that? Because I literally was about to say that, fam. I literally was getting, look, I was going through the track list now, just looking at it, yeah, just I've reminding got, myself. Got, I literally was going through Layla's Wisdom now. I've got, I've got Rhapsody, Layla's Wisdom. I've got Layla's Wisdom in my top five. I think I think for for a woman to, to at that particular time, like how female rappers were packaged was only a particular way. I feel like Rhapsody coming through with that album kind of disregarded all of that. And it started like, I think it helped ushering another type of female MC. Not to say that that type of female MC hasn't been there again, but I think it helped bring it back to a level in which it can compete with the Kendricks and, you know, the, the real lyricists of the game. Um, and I thought the album was, again, I thought that was another flawless album too. And I feel like it was a, a sister project to, to Pimple Butterfly. I feel like a lot of the stuff that she was talking to wasn't that far off from what Kendrick was talking to on To Pimple Butterfly. Um, and yeah, I think her, her lyricism on that album was just insane. As well as her ear for production, which is not spoken about enough. So I, I've got that at number four. I've got Layla's Wisdom in my top five. Layla's Wisdom was going in the top five then? You want to go with Layla's Wisdom? Yeah. yeah. Um, so need to wrap. And then fifth. Uh, there's a few. There's a few. I'm not mad at 444. Four. You're not with that? I'm not mad at it. I don't know if I can put 444 four there. Let's all say one. I just okay. want to figure out what you guys are all thinking here. Right. What's your pick? I'm going to put 444. I'll pick 444. Out of my ones, I'm going to pick 444. Oh, but then, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I'm Victor, not picking 444. Because I, I can't pick Victory Lab. That's a biasness. Yeah. If I'm thinking just as an album, picking 444. Because well, right. if we're talking about what you're talking about for Kendrick, yes. you could say the same about 444. Disagree. I, completely? I feel like with 444, it was about. No, no I'm not. The pimp was deeper. No, I'm not saying it was deeper. No, I'm not disputing I'm not that. I'm, not I'm just, saying. He was talking about shit that matters to us. I'm not disputing that at all, but I feel like there have been plenty of rappers 
that have done it before Jay and better than Jay. The reason why we were so in love with it okay. is because it's Jay and because of the whole Beyonce rumors of him cheating. Who's done it better? Um, Fonte's been doing it his whole career. His Fonte's last two solo releases have been him doing that. Who would you, who, by the way, just, I don't mean to get off this topic. Who is your pick? Um, I just want something to compare against. Do not say Rock Marciano. Unless you're realistic with this. Um, I wanna, I my wanna, pick. That's a tough one, man. I've probably got Pusha T Daytona. Oh, for 444? Yeah, for me. Reasons? Um, Probably the musicality of it. Um, It was a very tight project. It was seven songs. There, was, there wasn't any room for error. And I feel like the, the, the layout of the album was just perfect for someone like Pusha T, man. I think he, he might have at the time, I think when Kanye was doing his whole seven albums, seven songs like thing, yeah. he, um, he, got, he got the best of the bunch. The, the music was just brilliant, man. And I feel like, like Pusha said, this is, this, I am your ray and your ghost. This is my purple tape. That's how I feel. I think that's his purple tape and I feel like it was just a great album. To be honest with you, man, any, a lot of albums can go in that fifth spot. I could make a case for Rock Marciano as much as you might want to laugh, but I'm a fan like that. So it's going to yeah, 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 appeal yeah, to me yeah. differently. That's think, a tough spot though. I'll yeah. go, the reason why I'll go but, but Sorry, for, sorry for, to cut for, you off, Mo. That Pusha T pick is purely on music though. That's not- Yeah, I agree with you. There's no yeah, impact yeah, there. Yeah. Music. That's the problem though, because if it's the we big- have all, yeah. We've made selections based on the whole package, right? Yeah. And I think if we're talking, if we're going to pit Daytona up against 444, 444 wins for me because the music is there, I think. Even if it doesn't sound like it's all the way mixed or whatever, because I know people have criticisms about that. In a, not in a similar vein, but in a kind of similar vein to the way of, like Mo said, of it talking to black people, of it talking to hip hop. Of course, the whole surrounding story about Beyonce is what it is. But you can't, even if you take that away, the album's still amazing. And we've, I've wanted this from Jay. I've wanted the album a lot of Jay people where I've been yearning for this album of Jay just to be like, give me a lesson. Do you know what I mean? To be fair to Jay, he's done Not his whole career. he hasn't done it, but like, I'm talking about a full album of like, you're talking to me as a, we're adults now. Yeah. Like he, you've gone through that phase where you were just talking about what you were talking about. Just give me an album where you're teaching man something, like yeah. you're rapping to me. And he gave me that. And also, what was his album before that? Was it Magna Carta? Might have been. And, Ma and Magna Carta wasn't, I didn't, I wasn't, I didn't, it wasn't a good that's album. my point. Yeah. So you need to look at it. If he came out of Magna Carta, I don't remember before that, it might have been Blueprint 3. Um, it was a bit like... Shaky? Yeah, not shaky, but like, Yo, you, what's, you, you're, you're the GOAT. Mm. Like you came out of Blueprint 3, which was I right, to me. Mm. I don't think it's amazing. And I think Magna Carta was very much meh. Mm. So then it's like, yo, what's going on with you? And then you drop, then for you to drop 444 four, four, off yeah. the back of two shaky ones, I feel like the moment in time, what he was rapping about, the bars... I liked, I didn't mind the production as much no, as I, you guys I, I, I loved what he was talking about, yeah. man. I enjoyed the, the conversation. The lessons and- Aside from the music, there was, because I'm signed up to title, what he was do, what he would do is release these videos. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. So it was a lot of prominent black um, figures in our community just talking about like human shit, insecurity, anxiety, um, masculinity, and our warped perception of that. And it was all amazing. And he put a lot of that in the music. So that was great. I just don't, I just feel like there may have been better albums musically than 444. Um, that's why I'm not all the way with putting that fifth. Why? Because out of my ones, no other album's going to get up there. I've got, because I'm a, I, could, I could throw a spanner in the works and, and, and mention- um, What's your spanner, sir? 
um, Alchemist Currency and, and Freddie Gibbs's project, Fetty, because that was amazing. No. No, no, I don't even know. Yo, you actually yo, said that with confidence as well. Yo, yo you see the way I, I, my, my, when I my head didn't even. And that's a great project, but... brother. My head didn't even move. I was looking at the window when he said that, fam. Mick Jenkins, pieces of a man, another great project. Cool, shout out to the pieces, mm, and that's the man, fam, mm, mm. of the decade. Of the Ooh. decade. Like the decade wasn't talk, that amazing. But we're bro. talking about top five, bro. So wait, because clearly even if the decade wasn't that amazing, there are better albums than Mick Clearly, this guy has honorable mentions. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> so let's close out this five. Uh, cool. I personally, and I fuck with Daytona because I had that second that year to victory lap. But I'm going to go 444, man. And it might just be me as a fan of Jay-Z, but I really think 444 is... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, going to go for 444 too. I'm sorry, fam. Bam? This is, this is not to say this is story a subject to change until the end of this episode until we think of maybe another one. Yeah, like but story of OJ, Bam. Like, fam, if you... Nah, like, yo... Push even used the story of OJ beat to, bat, to you know to body drain. Oh, we're gonna talk about that. Um, yeah, so that's my five, and then that's the five. Cool. What's the rundown? I guess we're gonna go for this I five. Guess that's what it is. Number one being Ten Paper Butterfly" by Kendrick Lamar. Number two, "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy" by Kanye West. Number three, "Good Kid, Mad City" by Kendrick Lamar. Number four, "Layla's Wisdom" by Rhapsody. And number five, four 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 by Jay Z. So nobody wants to mention any future albums. So Boy. <laughs> Future albums. Because I mean, for all you man that listen to too. all this like mainstream rap and all this trap shit, that's all so amazing and shit. When have we yeah, said, I don't see, when I don't see any of this shit. When have we said it's amazing? Lists. What does that mean? Huh? When have we said it's amazing? I'm just saying, it just like adds more credence to my argument. That, that really. good you know, all this mainstream music mm-hmm. is good. Oh. Oh, I agree um, with you though. We've never denied that out. No, they don't make good out. No, because I feel like I feel like I'm I'm often made to No, we've said they make good albums. Like I'm an anomaly that only sure what was in your top five. Yeah, but that's not really trap though, like that to me. It's definitely trap. It's not, Would you consider that? It's trap-ish. I'm not a trap expert, but it's to trap-ish. me, that's not what. It's trap-ish. It's the new that's age trap. Music. I thought it was too musical to be trap. No, it's the new, it's the new generation of trap. It's like next level trap. Okay. Fine. It's a dark twisted fantasy and after trap. All right. But also like the top five is the top five, the top five best albums of however many days in a decade. Mainstream releases probably aren't going to get there as much. It's especially tough, for people though, like man. us. Yo, to be top five is a hot breath. I think even to be top five, you're measuring a lot more impacts than the actual music. Maybe. And that's and if and if that's the yeah. case, then that's fair enough. But if we're just talking music, then a lot of albums could be in that conversation. But I still think that the five we pick musically can stand up. They like, can. They can stand up to mm-hmm. it. Lady's wisdom standing up to anything. Yeah, for sure. I think musically you, you might not find a better top five. Yeah, like I so okay. I feel like we done well. All right. No cool. honorable well, mentions. Let's move on. No, we're not no. gonna do No, because I wanted I want to do one honorable mention. Go what? On. I fuck with Forest Hills Drive, man. So, so we're going to move on to the singles. You can help year. it, innit? You just can't we're help gonna it. Move you on. have to mention J. Cole. We're cutting out. No, uh, we're not. No, fuck that, fam. I, Forest Hills was a good no, album. No, it's not an honorable mention. Okay, sir. <laughs> sorry for having it. It's just not. Can I just say people, yeah? It's not even his best sorry, album. Sorry for it's one said that's his best album. Nope. Okay, because I can't have an opinion. <laughs> no. <laughs> not when it comes to J. Cole, because you have all the opinions when it comes to J. Cole. Just shout out for once. Uh, sorry. You tell me, shut my bitch ass up. <laughs> I didn't say all that. I didn't say all that. So now we're going to move on to the singles of the decade, which I think is even harder than yeah, the album. This, bruv, I'll let you guys p- pick first, bro. This fucked me up. I've got five, but... Uh, I, bruv, I yeah, I've got five, but... This fucked me up. Yeah. And I'm not really a singles guy. So I'm not, bruv. I'm going to just go ahead and start, man. So my ones, yeah. Yeah, there's probably going to be a bit of shouting in this one. So, and to be honest, I never really thought it... I didn't really think it through, but here's what I came up with. In no particular order, 
And I'm not really, well, actually, I'll run through it a little bit. Number one, I got This Is America by Childish Gambino. This is America. Because, yeah, even though at first I wasn't really hot on it, the more and more I listened to it, the more I thought, yeah, okay, this is a really, this is a really sick uh, single, um, I think. <laughs> Without saying a whole lot, it was more so the video that caught everyone's attention. But even with the video, you still need the music and the music was a perfect companion to the video. And the video very much spoke to the brokenness of America now and pretty much forever because, you know, America's dead out. So I think for me, that was an important single for um, the hip hop community. It was definitely an important single for Childish Gambino because, you know, up until that point, even with Making My Love, I'm, I'm sure the jury was still out on him as an artist. And This Is America more or less cemented him as not only one of the best minds in the game, but just a very dope artist. So that's one. Number two, I've got Yonkers by Tyler Creator. Because, you know, just from an alternative background, that's probably, from an alternative standpoint, that's probably one of the more important singles of the decade. It more, it more or less introduced the world to Tyler Creator, who is still making amazing music to this day. Um, the shock and awe of the actual lyrics and the video and what that meant as far as like scaring and fascinating certain quarters of hip hop, certain quarters of outside hip hop. Um, I think it did a lot to for for Tyler as well. And it's still probably like one of his best songs ever. So I think that was quite an important single as well. I've got Sicko Mode, Travis Scott. That was just everywhere, wasn't it? It still is kind of in a way. Still is rough. Um, yeah. I mean, I think music, musically, it's one of the strongest songs of the decade. Um, I don't even mind Drake on it, to be honest. Um, it's so well produced. Um, even if Travis Scott, you know, I think he can rap, but, you know, in that song, he might not be rapping too tough. Um, but I just think it's a really dope single um, that probably should have got more praise from, like, let's say, the Grammys, for instance, than it did. Um, so that's for me. Number four, I got... Black Skinhead by Kanye West. Because, yeah, man, Jesus was a was an interesting time for Mr. Ye. Um, I think Black Skinhead is probably one of the strongest songs from that from that album. Um, for the simple fact of it being just like a musical, like left turn for Ye and what that represented for his direction and his evolution as an artist. Um, he he shocked everyone with that album, and he shocked everyone with this song. How industrial it sounds how like angry he sounds on it. Um, I think, yeah, man, I think it, it played a big part in the decade. And my last one, Hot Nigger by Bobby Schmurder. <laughs> this is a purely <laughs> selfish reason because I just love that song. But, you know, we're still seeing memes of him throwing his hat in the air. We're still seeing memes of him. <laughs> we're still seeing memes of him dancing. We're still, even now, we're st even anytime it comes on in a party, we all know the words. We're all dancing. We're all uh -uh. going mad. So, if Bobby Schmurder, I mean, Bobby Schmurder is going to come out soon, but, you know, I think as far as debut singles goes, I think that was one of the strongest of the decade. Um, by far, I've got another one. So, yeah, that's me. Um, Peter? I'll go next, but... It's tough, isn't it? It's yeah, tough. I'm, and especially as I'm not a singles guy, I don't that really... proper tough, man. I purposefully don't listen to singles unless I'm like out. Mm. Um, I like listening to albums as a whole, innit? But here goes nothing. Um, I've got Kendrick Lamar, All Right. I had that. <laughs> yeah, I just, yeah, the impact for that was just a lot. I just thought it was really fitting for the time as well. 
And yeah, I just thought it was a great song. Um, I think the Neptunes produced that, if I'm not mistaken. Um, yeah, and I think it's yeah, it's up there. It might be top thirty, maybe top forty Neptunes tunes. I throw it in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, just a good track. Um, I think Rick Ross's BMF. That was a massive tune. I remember that. I think I was in uni when that dropped. Um, and yeah, that was that. That was just crazy, was that man. This decade. Yeah, I think that was 2010. Fuck you know, bro. Um, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. Just the reaction that that would get whenever I was out was just mad. And I wasn't necessarily even in love with that song, but even like I would even catch myself like singing along to it as well. Um, so just for the pure impact that it had within within rap. I just thought, yeah, that was dope. And around, I think after that, I feel like everyone's like really talking about BMF and kind of getting glued up on their story as well. And then I think as a result of that song, there was a little bit of issue between him and Jeezy. So I was like, oh. Yeah, that's what kicked off. Yeah, this song's really like- That's what kicked off. Caused something, innit? So that's on there as well. I got um, number three, I've got Meek's Dreams and Nightmares intro. Is that a single? Uh, Are we just talking about songs? That was a single. That wasn't a single. From the album. Was it a single? Probably had a video for it. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, um, fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was, that was just a monster track. It was just, um, I think it's probably top five intros of all time. Yeah, it was just dope, man. It was just a dope track. I can't even, I don't even know what to say, but it was just a dope track. Um, I've got, oof. Watch the Throne Otis. Hmm. Oh. That was, yeah, I loved that. Big up Otis Redding too, man. That was just, yeah, that was amazing, man. Him was like just Jay and Kanye going back to back and just, they were, them man were just stunting, man. And even in the video, they were just having fun. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I enjoyed that, man. And then I might, for number five, probably Sicko Mode. Mm, I've got that as well. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was, that was a banger, man. Mm. Um, and I think, yeah, I think it's up there as one of the best like singles that I heard this this decade. Sick. Yeah. Sounds good. Uh, the reason why I was shaking my head, this, this isn't going to go in. I just read a tweet that... Um, <laughs> I was about to why this guy shaking his head. Someone tweeted, does Lupe Fiasco have a better discography than Eminem? Someone here tweeted, yes, he does. And this isn't, this isn't that hard. M has made trash music longer than he's made good music. That's my bar. And I know you tweeted that. That's a fact. Yeah. That's, that's my thing. You know why? That's my favorite bar to say to Eminem fans. That's he's been whacker. He's been, he's been whacker. Anyway. All right. So... Just reading it off quickly, I've got an All Right by Kendrick Lamar. I feel like that might be my favourite song of the decade, to be honest with you, um, personally, just because I feel like Peter's right. There was a moment in time when that song came out, and obviously it was a lot going on back then as well. I think, if I'm not mistaken, I think Trayvon Martin died round about then, but I might be wrong. But I remember someone died round about then as well. It and might have been like Mike Brown. It might be Mike Brown. It was someone, it was Sandra Black, someone. It was, that's what, anyway, it was a moment in time back then as well. So I've got that there. Um, this single is one that I fuck with and I think lyrically it was amazing. And that's Sojourner, Rhapsody and Cole. That was one of my favorite singles this year. I just feel like that shit was special. Cole got bodied. You've been said that. Yeah, Cole got bodied. Rhapsody fucking went crazy on Sojourner. And that's one, uh, that's a single I loved. I've also got Asteroid. And uh, I'm sick of my sorry, I'm bugging. Like you lot. Fourth, and the reason I'm going to go for this is this was a moment when this song dropped. But I might not be, it might not be in this decade. So I might be bugging. Well, stay scheming this decade. Yeah. I've got to stay scheming fourth. Because I still remember when um, Drake done that verse and obviously Common Core Feelings. I tried to respond. Do you remember? 
Drake done that verse and it was, oh, that hit my soul, fam. Well, I mean, Drake responded to comment. No, but it hurt first. me, fam. Fam, I said we had the finish line. We can't, this guy said we finished the race. We can't wait to run into you. Catch up. This guy's been rapping for 20 years longer than you. How rude are you? You waffle colored mofo, fam. I mean, they both are. Uh, nah, bruv. But anyway, yeah, stay scheming for me was, bruv. Like, nah, like, he bodied that verse, man. And then fifth, yeah, this guy don't know Peter, but it's one of my favorite songs, and I remember this. And I'm just, Chief Keith, I don't like. <laughs> that's one of my favorite singles this decade. But yeah, I mean, that's the same kind of that thing. That was the same kind of thing, like Hot Nigger. Yeah. Like when Chief Keith, I don't like, came out, it was a rap, bruv. We're not going to do this, man. No, I'm just saying, yeah, like, yeah, 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 no. I'm saying personally, I still listen to I Don't Like Till This Day. I listen to the Kanye West version, but I still listen to I Don't Like Till This Day. Like, it's still a thing. What'd you say? It's still a thing. Yeah, it's still a thing. I would have said Lord knows if Rick Ross had the whole song as well. Just want to put it out there. Kind of like an honorable mention. Yeah, bruv. Unfortunately, Drake had two verses. Cool. Lord knows was fucking amazing. All right, well, let's take it to the table, guys. So, obviously, we've all got sitcom mode in our, sitcom mode, yeah. in our list. Um, so, we'll just pop that there. Yeah. Um, it's very much open <laughs> for interpretation. I feel like now. State Scheming has to be there. Mm. I feel like State Scheming was a big moment. Like, fuck. Because I mean, this was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was on a Rich Favor mixtape. Pretty sure it was. I think it might have been. And that song blew to the point. You don't really make music. Like, they made a whole music video, like a big music video yeah. for that song. Like that's what people still say you weren't shooting in the gym. True, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like that's just my backing for state scheming anyway. I feel you. Kendrick, Kendrick all right. Kendrick all right is there flawlessly. Yeah, that, that'll, go, that'll be in there. So that's two. That's two. Are we putting state scheming there? <clears throat> uh, not yet. I'm not uh, sure about that. I put hot nigger in there, just for. I'll put hot nigger in there. I put yeah, just just See, for the, the song being enjoyable. It was a big moment as well, especially. After given given what happened to Bobby Schmurder afterwards, it just means a lot more. And again, like I said, like it's still a meme. It's still something that we vibe to. It's still something that we remember fully. Like where were you when you listened to yeah, this true. And stuff? He dressed I'm still trying stuff. to find the hat. You I think it, I think it caught new life when Young May took the whole track as well. That she, too. She took his blueprint. You know how Prison Break when he took the blueprint, and he tattooed on himself. That's what she done with Hot Nigga fam. Basically. Oh, can I just say quickly? Is it too late? I just want to. I just want to replace Chief Key song with. The devil is alive across. Continue. Okay. So we got Hot Nigger. We got All Right. We got Sicko Mode. Sicko yes. Mode. Okay. Fourth. Um, I might say Rick Ross BMF. I thought that was a big one, man. I'll put Rick Ross. So basically, there's going to be a Rick Ross song. I'll put Rick Ross stay scheming over that. Ooh. I probably would too. I'll put Rick if Ross. If stay scheming was bigger. Yeah, bro. Yeah. 100%. Bro, people still call that bar. Yo, bro, people still call that bar to I this day. I think I'm Big Meech, Larry Hoover. That was massive, bro. Yeah, but people still quote Stay Scheming to this day. Like, do you know what I'm saying? That what, when you still quote a bar, mm. like, if I play Stay Scheming for you right now, you're going to feel away. It can go either way. You know way, what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'd probably say Stay Scheming. If I play Stay Scheming now, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's a different kind of vibe. I didn't ever really love that song like that. I fucked with that song. I went concert for I that. I just enjoyed Drake's verse. I saw that. I saw him in. Concert for that because of that mixtape. Mm. Like that Rich Forever mixtape was oof. And the Rich Forever, the song, also amazing. Triple Bean Dreams? Oh. Yo, shout out to Yo, Rick we need Ross. a Rick Ross episode. Yo, man. what I was going to say. Oh, Yo, we're going to dive into Rick Ross episode, bro. Because he is, he knows how to make projects where. 
Besides but the same way we did the Drake episode. Besides, Ross, Ross, is, Ross is amazing. I mean, he man. missed on Black Bar Mitzvah. That was whack. But other than that, <laughs> Black Bar Mitzvah was trash. Yeah, Ross is amazing, man. Um, so we agree full state scheming. Is, that, is, there not, is there not a Drake song in there at all? Oh, shoot. Because he ran the decade, essentially. I mean, he probably, he could have a, he, he could have, have, he could have his own, it. he could have his own top five. Yeah. Of the he could have top 50, bruv. He's fake. He could, have, he could have the motto. I mean, what was the biggest Drake song? Selling wise or just big, big? Just big. Because the motto. The motto, um, controller, one dance, pop hotline that. Hotline bling. Hotline bling. Um, Bloody and we're not putting any of those take in there. Take care, Rihanna. Uh, oh, we got to put one of those in there. We, we do. I think we probably should. No, uh, but we don't. Hell yeah, fucking right. <laughs> yeah. Um, starting from the bottom was mad. Even in my feelings. Um, no, starting from my bottom was amazing. Zero to 100, catch up. I wouldn't put it. There. No, I'm just saying, that, these are singles though. They're like, yeah, but that, that was dumb. It's dumb. Yeah, 100%. I'll put starting from the bottom out, out of the whole list. You reckon? What, uh, what is Drake's uh, biggest... Oh, he's no, best. Oh, hell yeah, fucking right. I still play hell yeah, fucking right. Start from the bottom. I'm cool with that. Because I feel like, I think 2013 was when he became the king. And from there I, was a rap. I think it started with Start from the Bottom. Like, that was the major single from that album. Um, I'm good with that or hell yeah, fucking right. Them two, even Pop, that was amazing to me. But I, I Hotline Bling? Nah, I'm not putting it for single. Nah, nah, nah. Just because it sold a lot. Just he's not I'm not putting it there. But I thought you. I'm not put, just rap, a song. So a song, so a single where he's rapping. Yeah, and that's yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair. Yeah, yeah, started yeah. from the bottom. He was rapping, even though he never started from the bottom. Well, yeah. <laughs> semantics. True. <laughs> Alright, cool. So we'll put start on the bottom now, and then we gotta pick one more. No, wait, hold on. I'm not sure about that, man. Are you two voting for start from? The bottom? Nah, give us I'm another one. For for the give us another one of what it meant for his career. I think it meant. Do you want to come back like, to Drake? I think about another one in the meantime. Or so what have we got so far? We have all right. Hot yeah. nigga. Um, sicko mode. Sicko mode. And the two that are trying to think about now. I'm going to stay fine for stay scheming. You man don't want to vote Otis. Oh yeah, Otis. Do we, is it by force Drake has to be in here? No. Don't. I uh, think uh, it's hard not to have him in there though, man. No, nah, yeah. but it's singles. Like ah. if you have, yeah, but you, it's, uh, quantity, it's quality over quantity. Just cause you've yeah, had a lot of quantity. Yeah, but it's also quantity. impact, bro. No, but it's quantity over quantity. Yeah, but it's also impact. Otis's impact was retarded. Song. What, more than a Drake single? After a while, your impact ain't the same. What was um, Otis's impact? It was just a great song to me. I don't know if there was impact there. I'm not, yeah, I'm not putting Otis in there. I'm not in top five. Not in top five. No, I'm saying... Musically, it's better than I'm saying from the bottom. I would rather put Otis in there than a start from the bottom. Why? Because musically, I, prefer, I think it was a better single. Yeah, it is. Okay. It's superior. Um, 100%. But I think if you put in the totality... And the back-to-back shit was... Stop it. But I think, I think He's got to- five passports. He's never got to jail. But I think totality-wise... You have to put start from the bottom there because musically it's a good song. Some might say a great song, and impact. I don't even know if that's Drake's best single. It's not, but I think it might be one of his most important. Mm. So it depends on what you what we're grading it by. Are we grading it by the best, or are we grading it by importance? Obviously, we're going to have to choose an amalgamation of both. And I think start from the bottom is there. I think by the time you get to one dance, by the time you get to. Um, the later singles, he's already Drake. Mm. In 2013, Drake was still, he was bubbling. Like he was, he was on his way, but he gone fully clear. Mm. So I think it meant more for him. No, I get what you mean, I get you. But that's just me. If you man can think of, a better, of another Drake song you might want in there yeah, and you yeah. outvote me, then come. You've got my vote. So one more. Start from the bottom then. Okay, cool. I'm gonna die on the state scheming ledge. 
So uh, you man aren't gonna say a Jay Huss single, oh this guy, bro. Mr. Jay Huss fans. I mean, we could put Did You See in there. What's the argument? I could put Tiago Silva there. The argument is it's one of the best songs by a UK artist, a UK rap artist, in a very long time, I think. Um, Do you think it had more impact here than Stay Scheming had worldwide. in America? Ooh, in America. Yeah. No, but we're talking about worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Come on, worldwide, man. There's a yeah, difference yeah, to this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's levels. There's levels to this, bro. Do you think Stay Scheming was more? Bro, Stay Scheming was yeah. Yeah. Stay Scheming. Bro, people still say you ain't shooting in the gym. That's true. I won't lie. I ain't heard no one say that since. I see on Twitter, Rex. Okay. No, like, say, so I saw it today because of the ant divorce. You know, the ant, how ants, what's like, a, you know, Deck and Ant, what's his name again? Ant and Deck. Ant and Deck, <laughs> the two little white boys that are short, fam, yeah? You know, them two dickheads. His wife took 30, his wife took 31 million. And I saw someone say, you're a bitch, you ain't shooting with him in the gym. Well, he's an alcoholic, though, so boy. I mean, what did I call his name? Ants. <laughs> ants does, I'm just mate. <laughs> Yo, can I just say yeah, I don't care about Shout both I'm just Yo, I don't care about both of them fam Shout out to Deck and Rice fam So we got a fifth one That we have to wait It's for. gonna It's Stay Scheming I don't know if it's Stay Scheming it's I think we're, I think Give me another song I'm trying to think of one Right I mean I, I've been said like This is America Yonkers This is America It's not going ahead of Stay Scheming Black Skinhead Black Skin is not going ahead no of Stay way. Scheming No way Black Skinhead is going in there Alright then I'm sorry Impact Bars Yo, Stay Scheme was a great song. What about um, Future March Madness? I'm not thinking about it. Future Mask Off? Ooh. No, Stay Scheme. Jump man. Sorry. Nah, Stay Scheming. Mask Off, bro. Stay Scheming. Bad and Bougie? I've got my mask on. Versace? <laughs> Bad and Bougie? Versace? <laughs> Stay Scheming. Um, and I love these, man. I'm just talking about Impact, everything alone. Bro. You could just, argue that Future Mask it. Off was bigger. Yo, French... It French, was definitely yo, bigger. French Montana told me that his partner's looking at 30. That's a lot of years, bro. Yeah, but Future told you Percocet, Molly Percocet. I rest my case. One he told me from, he's had a finish like catch-up. Single-handedly, went... you could blame Future for the Molly epidemic. I'm not doing that to you. I'm not... That's unfair, bro. Don't even do that, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm no, just no, saying. No, 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 don't do that to you. Don't be unfair. I'm, I'm just saying. No, you sound a little bit like, what's that white man that took out every down, everyone down? I'm just saying, innit? Yo, don't do that to him. Nah, yeah. Don't, I do, that I wouldn't to, don't nah. do that to him. That's, don't do that to him. <laughs> no, but what I'm trying How to you say... you with one man? Hold on, no, no, no. Nah, yo, actually... What, what I'm trying to say is, though, because we were, we've been in that era for a minute where, you know, the youngsters have been taking drugs and I feel like that song kind of was a soundtrack for the time in hip hop nah. that we're in. I'm going to do my Googles. You could argue that. No, no, I'm going to no, no, do no, my Googles, I think, I think but that's... I'm sure man were rapping about before that about Percocet. No, no obviously I'm joking a... about him yeah. being responsible, no, but no. you could, there's an argument there for- If it has to change. You could argue, level, man. You could probably argue. You could but probably people argue were rapping it. about Percocet before that, though. Who? For I'm going to do my Googles. For recreational use. Okay, but Percocet's Percocet. Yeah, but people might not necessarily be talking about popping Percocets for a party. You know what I'm saying? The shift. I see what you're saying. You man, you man don't yeah. want to throw in any Migo singles. I said Bad and Bougie, Versace. Okay. Well, probably, it's a no, probably, it's a no probably, from me. Probably not. Yeah, it's a no for me too. Probably not top five. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to think. Did Lil Wayne I might man? say Future Mask Off. Lil Wayne at all? No. No, Wayne's been... Lil Wayne was cut free, man. After He's that, been yeah. done for a while. He was done since... No disrespect. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking. Yeah, it's, if it was 2008, we'll name five, six, seven. French Montana had a few. Yeah, popped up. Yeah, not top five. No, not top five. Mask off yeah, is we we might have to it might be stay scheming or mask off. I'm going with stay scheming. <sighs> You're going for mask off. Ah shit. Um damn. I see what you mean. And I see what you mean. 
I guess it just goes down to which one I enjoy the most. Put that to the side. When you've been out, and you've been out when both songs were out, which one was bigger? No, that's not fair because Stacey when, Stacey, when Stacey song. even came out, yeah. <laughs> Stacey was not a, role, a club song like that though, bro. Bro, it's, like, no, it, it, it was, still gets played. But I wasn't necessarily in those cl- spaces and as plus, much. Yeah, I was going to say that. Fast forward a couple years later, Mask Off is everywhere. You're out I'm more. in those spaces a lot more, so I hear it more. You know what I mean? So I personally have to. You've got your, your, your ear. You've both got your ears to the streets way more than I do. So for both of you, what was the biggest song? What had the bigger reaction whenever you Maybe because it's the people I was around. But to people I was around was Stay Scheming. You but know I was I'm also... A, I might have to vote for Stay Scheming. Because now, now I'm remembering yeah, when I was at bro, uni. like, come on, yeah, man. Yeah, that was a lot. You can't tell me every you other... Just, you, you can't tell just me... just hung around Negroes, though. When did that drop? What, some, what, what year did that drop? 2012? That was my last Some year, too. Come on, bro. You can't tell me every other house you went to, you didn't hear someone playing one of their verses. And I've never shot in the gym. But I was saying that bar. Bruv, what? French With so a, much vim bro, too. French was, I said it like a minute. Bruv, I had personal stuff going on. And I even did the hand bruv. gesture. Yeah, we all you did. You done a hand gesture? I even did the hand Cars, gesture. I'm telling you, you fam. You know when you're shooting invis- you know, invisible, you know, you know what I'm telling people? You know what I'm telling people? We can't wait to run into you. I didn't even have beef. <laughs> I used to tell a random man, yo, I can't wait to run into you, little bitch. <laughs> you need to stop saying bitch. Nah, like you've had to tell French my tanner told me, my cousin look at 30. I said 30. I say Cinco, nah, fam. <laughs> that had nothing well, to do. Cinco's five, by the way. You know what I'm saying? All right, cool. In that case, then, I was going to say Mask Up before you said that, but I guess I'll go and stay scheming. I'm going to go and stay scheming. All right, Rascal. All right, cool. cool. So, what we've decided as our top five singles of the decade. Did we have a, a ranking order? Nah, just put it in the Singles is singles, yeah. singles yeah. Fine. In that case, I'm just going to put Kendra Lamar right up there as number one. Um, number two, this, this is in no particular order. Travis Scott, Sicko Mode. Number three, Stay Scheming, Rick Ross, Drake, and French Montana. Four, started, started from the bottom by Drake. And five, Hot Nigga. Hot Nigga by Bobby Schmidt. I've got one more song, just quickly. No, no, no. Monster? No, no. Nah. No, just putting it. All right, cool. Just because I remember that verse was legendary. That's the only reason I thought. Nah. Like, <laughs> okay, Pia. All that right. verse was legendary, though. Yeah, it was. Yeah, that verse was definitely legendary, I found. All right. So, Flow Change was ridiculous. Let us move on to the top five artists of the decade. This is an easy one. Men and women. Combined? Um, if you want. Yeah, let's combine that shit. And then, we'll combine do, it. and then we'll do one male, one female to run it. Yeah, I've got... No, I've, what, what, no I can't do Let's that. just do men and women. Yeah, let's do just do one. Just, no, one, one list. We can't split the No, two. one list, and then you come up with one female artist of the year, and then one male artist of the year. Of let's the decade. Yeah, of the decade. Sorry, let's just be fair here. Let's have one for one and one for one. Why? Let's not separate them. All right, fair enough. There's not even that many like female rappers out there. For now. this to be a conversation, yeah, they're right. on now, but through the decade, through the decade, there's much. only one person that win it to be honest. Yeah, yeah, man. Like Let's just do one list. Um, I don't mind starting this one. I've got um Kendrick Lamar, Drake, J Cole, Nicki Minaj, and I don't have a fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, bro. No, I've got a fifth. Just it's Rock Marciano. Oh gosh. Alright, cool. Peter, what's, yeah, me. What's your five? I don't have a five, so I'm just gonna do it off the top. Um, Kendrick Lamar, Drake, J Cole. I want to say Nicki Minaj, but you have to. <laughs> I guess I have to. And five. Push your T. All right. Oh, I like that. Push your T. My five? Yeah. Same four as you lot. Cole, Kendrick, Drake, Nicki. And fifth. Is that two people? Who? One. B. 
be Nipsey. Sorry. Of the decade? Chill out, man. Yeah, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging, I'm bugging. And I love Nip, but come on. Why are you talking to him like you're No, 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 you're right, you're right, right. Ah, you know what I just love, I legit fuck with Nipsey. Anyway, I've got legit two. One, and I still got Rick Ross as one of my eyes of the decade. This guy drops a lot of good projects. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's Rick Ross. Rick Ross is fifth for me. Damn, Rick Ross is fifth for me. And Meek. Meek gets an honourable yeah, mention Yeah, Meek as well. gets an honourable mention. We're not doing honourable mentions. Then that's my top five. Rick Ross runs like my top five artists of the decade. All right, cool. In that case then, we just have to decide on who fifth. the fifth one is. Yeah. So we've got Kendrick, we've got Drake, we've got Cole. Nikki. Nikki. And who's the fifth? For me, it's Rick Ross. You said... Rock Marciano. Yeah, but I'm going to yeah, pop. Keep that. Keep, um, that. keep that. Keep that. Yeah, no, 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 no disrespect to Rock Marciano, okay, right, but cool. keep that. Thanks for saying cool. that. All right, cool, cool. I appreciate <laughs> the no disrespect. Yeah, all right, cool. No disrespect, but keep Shout that. Shout out to Rock Marciano. Oh! Do you know what that is? Do you know that? You know that eyes? You know that eyes? You know when Jazzy Jeff gets kicked in the house? Yo. We're going to fight? Yeah. Yo, shout out to Rocky Balboa. Yeah, man. No disrespect to Rock Marciano, but. Nah, shout out to Rocky. Keep that arm's length. Shout out to Rocky Balboa, fam. They will relax. Yeah, that's yeah. Man, so Good Rob Marciano name, his, name himself after a white boxer. I don't like this guy, man. No, I like. What does the Marciano stand for anyway? He oh, it's a, a boxer, isn't it? He names yeah, himself after yeah, the white yeah. Italian boxer. Yeah, Rock, Rocky, 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 uh, shout out to Rocky Balboa. I mean, his real name's Rakim. So, Rock. Is he Muslim? Uh, no. All right, cool. Shout out to the Italian stallion. So, we are deciding between Pusha T and Rick Ross, essentially. I'm going to throw Meek in there as well. throw Meek in there? Yeah, man. Ah, not top five for me. Why not? Because I feel like Rick Ross did more. Meek's been important this decade, man, for, for authentic street rap. Um, he had the, 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 the thing with Drake that was big. Mm-hmm. He lost. Um, yeah, but- Badly. Yeah, but still. That, that's a negative. He was a participant. That's a negative. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he actually shouldn't have brought it up. He, nah, he, he no, was in attendance. No, the reason why I say that is because nobody else really went, had a beef with but Drake you, like But that. you lost badly. True. Before no, The L he took was horrendous. Everyone Horrific. was sneak. Everyone was sneak. This Graphic. Year. It was bad. It was. I don't know if you guys play more combat. So what, doesn't he get? But you know like, when you get banged and you get banged, hurt. They do an X-ray. Of so what, he gets no credit crap. for being a bro, participant. A participant. What does he get an attendance what? award? <laughs> you know, no, he got you battered, give him an bro. bro. You know Drake, what? You, you, know what big deal, you know what Liverpool do to people at home? Yeah, that's what happened to Meek. No, I remember that video of him coming out of his house and him slipping over the snow. That's what happened, bro. Like, no, nah, you should. That, that's that's Meek Mill. That's Meek Mill in the 2010s. I'm sorry, Meek took an L, bro. And Meek's my guy. Bro, bro, I'm not arguing against him taking the L. You know what it is for Drake to have his own. No, I feel you. But he's I had a good decade though. I did. He's definitely I had a good decade. But I feel like Ross has music been wise, Rick Ross, Rick Ross has been consistent. Um, he's just from from Teflon done to now. I think he's done more. His for projects have been music. dope as well, bro. Mm. And he just dropped poor man. And maybe the culture. Bro. Like me gave us the beef with Drake. He gave us a nice little bit. Just to culture, give it. But generally, I feel like Ross's impact is stronger. Just to give you an idea. Of what he's Not done this year, five, he's given us. He's given us to me the best album he's ever done in Teflon Don. God forgives I don't mastermind. We don't need to do this. Who'd believe me there? Yeah, Black market, rather than me, and poor man, me too. It's Rick Ross, bro. I guess it's Rick Ross. It's Rick Ross, bro. No, Pusher. I'll, I'll argue Pusher because I mean, even if he wasn't as active in the sec- first half of the 2010s as he was the second half, in the second half of the 2010s, he showed that not only is he one of the best MCs in the game, he demolished. One of our, I mean, the person who's probably going to be number one or two on our list of the best artists of the decade, um, as well as giving us a consistent body of work. So, you know, I probably. Let's I'd not probably say demolished, because he demolished Park, him. blackface to the side. 
It wasn't a demolished. You can't park it. He though. beat. Drew. I mean, you can't demolish. You can't. No, but he no, you Drew. can't park it. Including blackface, he got demolished. Yeah, but we were judging based on the bars, though. Now I'm saying, it, it, if I pull something out of your bag, yes, I can't take that. Away. Like you can't be like. Uh, yeah, but Yemi said demolished, though. Yeah, and but, Yemi, I mean, when was, you say I was, demolished, I was being facetious, but I think he got them, including blackface. I think he was a battering, and you have to include blackface in the beef. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It was part of it. My guy, you wore blackface. Black excellence, blackface. <laughs> hey, I see what you did there. Listen to episode 22. Um, all right, um, no, I'm voting for Ross. I'm going for Ross. Everything you just said, Ross has done. Ross Besides gave me way more enjoyable stuff than Pop. And he gave me Teflon done in the last decade. Just decided them. Ross? Yeah, Ross. So it's going to be Kendra Lamar, Drake, J. Cole, Nicki Minaj, and Rick Ross. Yeah, man. Nice and easy. Solid list, though. Solid list. Solid list. Each of which impacted the game in all their different ways. So shout out to all of them, even Nicki. That. So that hurts you. I just don't like it. Now who's number one? So number one, yeah, I'd say Kendrick. But that's just hold me. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's rewind. Just before we wrap up artists of the decade, we're going to completely ignore Future. Yes, yes, and the Migos. Yes, yes. Top five. They're very influential as far as what's of happening course, now. Of course, of course. But top five, bro. Nah. We need. To, it's a decade as well, though. Yeah. Them man have been doing bits this whole decade, whether yeah. I like it or not. They have. Future, Migos. They no, they definitely run, have. They and I don't like any of their Migos back like 2014 and onwards. 2015 was like 2013. So from 2013 onwards. But even before that, like, they were doing uh, a lot you, of stuff. They were doing the YRN nah, I feel you, I feel uh, mixtape series, Versace, Culture One, Culture Two. Nah, all of them splintering nah, off nah, to do nah, their yeah. solo albums, doing the joint albums with Travis and I get what you mean. And you know? I get what you mean. That's the problem with top fives. It's just five. You're always going to leave people out. Right. And unfortunately, these are the casualties. Do you get what I'm saying? They might be six and seven. I mean, they're not. Okay. I think Migos... They have could, to be. They have to be in the top 10 at least. Ah, definitely. Be. Migos might be seventh. Future might be sixth. He gave us a lot as well, man. J.D. Swift might be eight. Dirty Sprite 2, Future, Hendrix, What a Time to Be Alive, uh, Wizard. Wizard. work, bruv. He's given us a lot. Like a thousand Dirty Sprites. A few. Yeah, honourable mention to them. Since we're um, doing honourable mentions. Of course. Sorry, guys. Let's... And honourable mention to Pusha T as well. Honourable mention to Jay Electronica as well. He gave me three singles. <laughs> That's definitely getting edited. <laughs> no, it's not. That was a good job, man. Did you see that Jake Electronica Twitter page? Aye, bruv. That had me stitched. That was bruv. funny, Because these guys legit tweet like the way he speaks, bruv. Bro, that is... You see the... Did you pre the exhibit C flow as well? What did you say? Call me Jay Elect. Jay Alex, something, something. Yeah, 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 uh, oh man, it was funny. Hilarious. But anyway, let us now move on to the final topic that we got for the decade. And that is the top five moments of the decade. Now, obviously, there have been a lot of moments in hip hop for good ones and bad ones. So, yeah. Who wants to go first? Um, I've got two. You've got two. I've only got two. Um, good Fridays. That's probably my favorite moment of the decade, man. I just can't remember being that excited for music in, in hip hop before, man. And um, yeah, that was a massive moment. Yeah. That's all Second moment. Uh, this wasn't really much of a... No, you know what? I'm going I'm to I'm stick by it. Black Thought's Hot 97 Freestyle mm. was a moment just because I don't think people knew how good he was. He's my favorite rapper ever, so I knew... The reaction that came as a result of that, it was nice to see. Um, it was just nice to see all the attention that he got and all the respect, even more respects that he started getting as well. So I think that was a massive moment, man. And I feel like after that, people really started trying to go Hot 97 and, and bar their life away. 
Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought that was, yeah, those two were really cool moments for me this decade. I can't really remember much more, to be fair. That's fair enough. I'll go next. Um, <laughs> I've got, I've got number one. <laughs> Obviously, we've got to talk about Kendrick's controversy. Um, mm. That, I mean, for obvious reasons, that shook up the scene in no way, shape, in every way, shape and form. Um, you know, it actually got guys to start rapping again. Just for the simple fact of the people that he mentioned, the people that responded, um, the fact that certain people who were mentioned are still feeling salty to this day. Um, and yeah, man, it was definitely a moment. Even if JLX's verse was better, Which it was. Kendrick's verse was the most impactful. And, you know, he went, he didn't obviously didn't go at people's necks, but he let people know that you are my peers. I'm trying to be better than all of you. And that set a standard for competition that we don't really see in rap much anymore. So that was very much a moment in time where the real spirit of hip hop came back to the fore. So there's that. <laughs> Birdman on the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. Come on. Not much else cheer, you need to say about that. Yeah, man. Not much else you need to say about that. He was there for all of one minute and 36 seconds before <laughs> he uh, stepped out. Um, so that was dope. Um, I've got the resurgence of Grime. Oh, that's not me. German Whip. Skeptus Kanichiwa album winning the Mercury Prize. Grime being an accessible route for a generation of artists again after people thought it was dead. Um, I think a lot needs to be said for the people who, while Grime was quote-unquote dead, were still making Grime music, like JME, Newham Generals, P Money, all them and there. And the people who kind of went off to flap their wings doing poppy stuff kind of came back and made it a thing that was popular, a thing that you couldn't miss again. And I still think that Grime is the heartbeat of UK music culture right now. I think Grime is still the foundation through which Afro Swing, Afro Beats, um, UK rap, and all that now can, are built on. So definitely got to shout out Grime for that. And Pusha versus Drake. That's pretty much me. I agree with that though. What you got, man? Um, I'd Pusha versus Drake. Um, I had... Ray J and Fabulous's beef. <laughs> it was like this decade. Yeah, that was in 2010. <laughs> when Ray J said he's going to send his booty goons. <laughs> I don't actually know what happened. What, what was the... What, uh, what, they what were at he... Diddy's party and then... Sorry, no. They were, yeah, they were at Diddy's... Sat in Diddy and then Ray J was playing the piano. No, it was Mayweather. Mayweather. And then um, Fing was playing the piano. Ray J. Mm. And then Fabulous sent out a tweet. And then they saw each other. And then in the quote, quote Ray J, he sucked that nigga. According to Ray J. And, and then, including the Breakfast Club rant as well. What do you mean? Rage yeah, Rage that's what he said. He sucked that nigga. Yeah. And he said, he said he's booty goons. <laughs> I just want to put in efforts. Booty goons. Booty goons. Yeah. Mm. So fuck that nigga <laughs> in the ass. Yo. Quote, unquote. Yo. That was, that's very fruity. That's what he said. Very, very And they said, whoa, 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 we're live. And he said, I don't give a fuck. So anyway, I had Rage and Things Beef. Yeah, Rage is a bit mad. Um, I had Drake losing horrifically to Pusha T. <laughs> Wait, Peter, what's worse? Me saying he got demolished or him saying he got beat horrifically? Demolished. Thank so, you very much. As you are. I had that one. Um, that's about it, really. Those are the two main ones I had. And I had, I had, there was a lot of, there was like, the two moments in time I also had was the Chief Keith moment in time and also you hit the nail on the head with Bobby Schmurder. I feel like, Just as far as the yeah, man, I feel like Chief Keith's single, if I'm not mistaken, was the first real single that I saw blow Twitter up, if you get what I mean, from a new artist. 
That's the first time I really saw Twitter go raw, like, and then it got viral on a mad thing. And then, according to Pete, it never went viral, but it went viral. <laughs> so those are the three, those are kind of the moments in time I've got. Yeah, if I'm going to think of others, obviously, um, Funk Flex and the This Is Hove debacle. The text message, the fake <laughs> one. Message, that, was, that, was, that was funny. Hot 97 versus Breakfast Club was very funny for a while. That was hilarious. When was um, Kanye versus 50? That was, that was 07. seven. Okay. That was 07. Breakfast Club vs. Hot Night 7 was good for I mean, a while. Kanye West was just a moment in, in and of himself throughout <laughs> the decade. Throughout the decade. So we probably could include him too. Oh, um. <laughs> uh, wait. I've got a Kanye West moment. Um, Sway interview. Oh, of course. You the ain't got the answer, Sway. You ain't got the answer, Sway. Yeah. You ain't got the answer, Yeah, yeah that's definitely what. You ain't got... This guy, crackhead, fam. <laughs> um, what else? I'm surprised you weren't going to mention your boy 6 9 Six nine was a moment. That was a small moment in a decade. That's why they mentioned it. <laughs> Sorry, sir. I'm just saying. <laughs> what did you say? I'm just saying. I mean, it was a moment, though. No facts. It definitely was. Yeah. We need Nicky to and Cardi fighting. That yeah, was yeah, yeah, yeah. Cardi points. was a moment just in general. Cardi was a moment. And was, she's still, she's yeah. still a moment. Was, in I sense. think Bullet Yellow, Bullet, was Yellow, Yellow, Bullet Yellow was definitely a moment. That was like the first single that went number one without a feature from a female rapper, innit? For from like since years. Lauren Hill or something like that. For 20 years. Lauren Hill becoming late. No, that's always happening. Yeah, that's always been happening. That's always been late, late. for. Rock, never mind. She'll be late to her own funeral. Can't see what you done there, fam. UK music as a whole. I know you said grime, but we've really gone up another level. Like, this is the first time I can, no, I've been saying it for years, but when we was growing up, I don't think we could ever comfortably say we're making better music than America as the way we can say it now. Do you get what I mean? Yeah. And that's right. a moment, bro. Like we can, growing up, we can never say, yo, they can't really see us because whether we like it or not, they could. But it's the first time I could comfortably say, these man ain't talking to us when it comes to music from the UK. I'm sorry. And I've got another moment in time when Rhymes Like Dimes podcast started. Hey. That was a moment, that was a moment hey. in time. Fam. No one's talking. I'm sorry, fam. that was a moment in time. Hey. I'm Talk talking my shit. own shit. I'm patting myself in the back. Hey. <laughs> you feel me though? I feel you. Who's dissecting shit like us? Who could talk an hour, 20 minutes just on Drake and break him down? Hey. On a, and it was a freestyle. But we don't talk about that, do we, guys? Talk your we don't shit. Like, no, wait, because we don't like blowing the old bubble. For, we, don't, we don't like talking our shit. When we freestyled the whole episode, was it obvious? No. <laughs> talk your shit. No, do you get what I'm saying, though? No. Was it obvious that we freestyled the whole episode? <laughs> it was not. Good People not. told me, oh, right, how long were you not writing that, them opinions down for? How long did you have them questions in the touch? We didn't. Did people actually ask you that? Yeah. <laughs> no, one person asked me like, yo, how long was you not planning to do a Drake episode for? Like, it was, you lot went in. It's like, we didn't. And I was like, we did it. <laughs> and then they were like, they were, and then the person was like, really? I said, Tuh. I don't like talking. I don't like talking. I don't like talking. I don't really talk too much. No, I don't really talk too much. P-Money.Rotten, that was a moment as well. I don't was remember it? that moment. Pete Money Beats. Don't even remember that moment. Yo, that moment passed me, bro. Yo, that moment passed me. That went straight past me too, For Twitter. It was for Twitter. Oh, bruv. In that case, yeah. Chipmunk winning every single war he was in. <laughs> Chip versus everybody. Yo, Chip beat. Do you know what it is to beat undefeated? You've got to respect that. Mm. Chip beat everybody that was in. Chip at one point was gratatarring people, fam. No, he definitely yeah. came to play. Yeah, man. So salute to salute to Chip, man. Right. Um, so what are the moments that we're, we're deciding? Let's we, just put Breakfast Club as a whole. Breakfast I, Club got like five, so you can't really just put them in it. Do you get what I mean? You want to put the Breakfast Club? Yeah, they've got too many to name. No, you I'm, said, I'm not putting the Breakfast Club. No, the reason I say you said Birdman, I said Ray J. Put a Fredo interview in there. And we can put 
The who interview? The, the federal interview in there. Nah, I'm not putting. We can put not as we can't put the Breakfast Club in. What about Joe by the Migos? Was that a moment? Oh, that was definitely a moment. Migos decade though. I'm just throwing opinions. I'm just throwing stuff out there. I think we definitely put the control verse in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna agree with that. Um, I'm agree on the resurgence of grime. Yep. Um, Good Fridays. You think that was a moment? It I don't was, think, but I don't, I'm think, not it was, sure I don't think it was a decade. I'm not sure I don't think it was a decade. I'm not sure it was a decade. Because I'm thinking, it depends on what you mean by a moment, but obviously that was a moment. I'm thinking more of so, more sort of controversial moments. Ah, okay. Than anything else. But obviously, Grimes Resurgent isn't a controversial. You gotta put Drake Pusher there. You gotta have balance in there. Go put Drake Pusher there. Drake Pusher in there is, de- is definitely You've in gotta there. put Drake Pusher there. I think Drake and Pusher is definitely in there. Mm. Um, Kendrick Control Verse, Grimes Resurgent, Pusher V Drake. What about the mayonnaise beef? What mayonnaise beef? Eminem and Macklemore. So. Um, That's a great one, bro. Come on, you have to Eminem and Macklemore? <laughs> no, not Macklemore. What's the other white boy here? MGK. MGK. They all look alike to me. <laughs> the, that wasn't a moment of the day. I know, that I'm, tro- I'm, I'm trolling, guys. I'm trolling. It was a ha ha moment. Put, guys. I, I'd put Burman Breakfast Club in there. I I think Breakfast Club have one at least there. Yeah, I think they got one in there too. They got one there minimum. Okay. Bare minimum, they got one there. Right, it on. just depends on which one you want. I think Birdman was more because I think that's their. I, I think I saw that everywhere. Yeah, yeah that's their most. That's their most watched video. That's yeah. the most. And then I think six, the six nine interview is close second. Six nine is a moment, by the way. Like whether you were there or not, six nine was definitely a moment in time. Yeah, facts. Um, and then fifth, we just need one more. Rams like dimes. Rams like dimes in there. I'm biased. I'm throwing us in there. We can't put. We can't put ourselves in there. Alright, cool. Sorry, guys. I wanted to pat ourselves on the back. <laughs> nah, I feel <laughs> We could just say UK music. Yeah, man. Yo, UK music. Isn't that already in there with the grime resurgence? I suppose, but it's two different answers. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I suppose you're right. Um, I suppose the overall resurgence because the grime resurgence allowed for everything else. So we'll just say grime's resurgence. No, I've got one. Um. Actually, no, I don't. I was going to return a female lyricism, but I could only think of Rhapsody. I mean, it depends on what you mean by lyrical, because Meg's lyrical. Um, is she? You know, Meg's ain't lyrical. Meg's is, Meg is lyrical. Lyrical. Meg's ain't lyrical. Meg is lyrical. Um, Meg's is, I've got one. Meg's is hot. No, I've got one, but I'm going to just, lyrical, this is me being a fan. Hot as in like- He's not, um, She's not lyrical, not, lyrical. I'm, when I say, when I say hot, I mean as far as just her type of music, just her type of rapping. Yeah, and I, I don't mean- It's you popular. Know. It's not- I, don't I would have called it, it, it lyrical. Yeah, but when you compare it to her uh, counterparts, it's more lyrical. she can rap better than a lot of them. I've got one though, Does guys. she rap better than Tierra Wack? No. But I'm talking about more in the mainstream sphere. Tierra Wack's mainstream? Yeah, but Meg may, may, may is way more mainstream. If you talk, I'm talking about like more of the sexy, seductive rappers, like all the dolls, sweetie, mm. them yeah, ones. Wack is still weirdo shit. Fine. So no, I like Tierra Wack. No, Tierra Wack's dope. Yeah, so don't point at me and say weirdo shit. Yeah, but compared right. to Meg, okay, who does yeah. all sex, sex, can sex. I, can I just? I got one, and this is. I personally feel like this decade was the return of battle rap. Battle rap, yeah. Because it did die down I for agree me. with you. Yeah, I think yeah, this 100%. was the... Brav, like, a lot of... It was definitely the year of Return yeah. of Battle Rap. After the Smack DVD. Yeah, bro, it went down yeah. for a bit. And then this year... Bro, Battle Rap now become pay-per-views. Battle Rap don't drop on YouTube anymore. That's how big it's gone. I remember when... This isn't even bad. Yeah. I remember Surf versus Conceited happened in November. That battle dropped Christmas Day 2014. And I remember that. I remember Surf battled Hitman Holler. That battle dropped Wasn't the month that later. Wasn't Summer Madness too? No, no, no. That was a one-off. You sure? Yeah, that wasn't on the Summer Madness. Oh shit, no, it wasn't. Sorry, no, no, I'm no, thinking no. of um. You're thinking about Hitman Shine. Hol- no, I'm thinking of Shine. Yeah, and Hitman Hollow Surf was a. Uh, I think that was a norm actually, Norm Seven. But my point is, this year, this decade was the return. Mm. Bruv, Charlie Clips, Lux, not mm. Lux, Surf, Hitman Hollow, like a lot of these man 
body this year. So I feel like there was a movie of battle rap. Shorty Horror. After um, <laughs> for one, you came out in there. I think he's whack anyway. Um, yeah, I feel like this, that would be my fifth. I generally feel like battle rap was a moment in time this nah. decade, man. I agree. I fuck. I, I hear what you're saying. I feel like that you have to I put fuck that with there, you in, in putting that forward. Just because, bro, it's been, the, how big it's yeah. become. There's apps. It's pay, you can't even, you generally have to pay for to watch yeah. battle rap now. You can't get it for free. That's how big it is. I just feel like there probably were more impactful moments than battle rap. Because it's still a niche? Yeah. Well, we need a fifth, guys. I will go with battle rap just because I'm a fan of it. And how often do we talk about it? Yes, because we're fans. Well, I, we can only talk from a rap fan's perspective. No, battle rap, though. You and I specifically. Yeah, 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 fair enough. I'm leaning towards Joe Biden and Migos. Um, what about podcasting? I feel like... Nah. I feel like it definitely became a thing. That's just life. More that so. was just life, though. Nah, bro, because rap. music podcasts weren't always a thing. But podcasts like, just became a thing. I feel like Joe Budden, the Joe Budden podcast kind of kicks the door down for a lot of music podcasts to follow. But also like Everyday Struggle. Um, that was all after Joe Budden podcast. Yeah, yeah, of course. But what came after it, but Everyday Struggle was very impactful when he was on it. So... Is Everyday Struggle a moment? Because that was, that was good. Maybe, but it was on for a year, I guess. Mm. Um, but I put podcasting in the same boat as battle rap, to be honest. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for Joe Bon Amigos. Because um, at least Joe Bon's in there somehow. I'll go for battle rap, so it's up to you which one you pick. Mm. I'm going to go for battle rap. Even though Joe Bon Amigos is probably a bigger moment. But... Yeah, but salute to them, man, though, because the way they got up in sync was amazing. I just don't feel like that. I don't feel like the Joe Bon Amigos was. It was controversial, but it weren't. I don't think people really cared like that. And that's about the really? after effect as well. It's still, I don't, again, I don't even think people really care about battle rap as much as that as either. To be fair, so I don't know. I think it's still niche. Actually, no, it's not. That shit went viral like a motherfucker. What am I saying? I think you're talking about battle rap. Battle rap is still niche. No, that I was moment saying, that wasn't was more, that moment went ridiculously big. But I suppose it's controversial in this 21st century of people always trying to capture those controversial moments and it beco it becoming a meme. Yeah, because yeah, so in that respect, yeah. Bare moments. So what's on the list so far? Kendrick's Control vs. Grimes Resurgence, Drake versus Pusha, Um Man Breakfast Club. I remember Charlamagne getting punched in the head was a moment. That is bare moments. That was the decade before, though. Was that nah? That was this decade, bro. Was, was it? Yeah, that was definitely this decade. Because I remember, like, that was 2011. That was oh. after everything happened after Ray J. Whatever Breakfast Club you remember happened after Ray J. Fedus. Don't ask me why I know that. But I think Good Fridays, man. Yeah, no. That was a moment, man. No. That was that was that I'll was... I will go with the sway moment before I go with Good Fridays. How? Sway moment. Alright, let's go with Sway. I'm gonna go with Sway. You ain't gonna answer this. No, yeah, yeah, let's yeah, go with Sway. Yeah, let's yeah. go with Sway. We'll go for Sway. Let's go with Sway. I'm gonna go for Sway. I'm gonna go with Sway. So you've been. Swayed away. Hey. <laughs> I'm here with it, guys. <laughs> so yeah. LMAO. Okay. Are you cool with that, Pete? No. Well, I mean. Well, you ain't got choice. Because you, you know why? Alternative. You ain't gonna ask. <laughs> For real. You actually know it as well. What's mad as well. Oh, that was bad. Oh. Yo, Mo's on one today. No, I'm good with that. Cool. I'm all right today, fam. Cool. So <laughs> what we've decided is the definitive moments of the decade. Kendrick's Control Verse. Pusha T versus Drake. Birdman and the Breakfast Club, Kanye West and Sway, the resurgence of Graham. And that's it. So it's been a fun episode, guys. One last question. Yeah. Go ahead. 
What did you man learn about hip hop and rap in this last decade? Um, if the, anything, the South got something to say. Big up Andre. Freeman. I think that's a great. I think that's a legit answer. No, that's, that's a great answer. Yeah, that's, that's literally what I learned this this decade. The South got something to say. South London or the South America? Oh, or, South London too. That's Tottenham. Um, yeah, that's literally my answer. The South and whoever don't get that quote, Google Andre Three Thousand man. I learned that. That's you, my bit. I learned that the UK can stand on its own two feet. As a respected, ver- like varied, all-encompassing location for music. Okay, well, I learned that black people are awesome. <laughs> you learned that about hip hop. Yeah. Uh, Pete, God bless you. By the way, I don't know if I said. Don't it look enough. at me like that, bro. I'm just saying. Um, don't look at me like that, please. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. Seductive eyes and that. Like, don't, what, what? Dude, don't look at me like don't that. Don't look at me like that. Come on, man. <laughs> you are a black man with a beard, fam. Uh, who's growing out your hair, fam? Picky, I don't know. I'm saying, fam. <laughs> nah, seriously, though. Like, I just feel as though, obviously, hip hop is predominantly black and grime is predominantly black. And I feel like those two genres of music are just extremely impactful, man, as far as what happens in other genres of music and even just what happens in society that's why i said i feel like i learned that even more so that yeah you know we're we're awesome facts and obviously for us as 27 to 29 year old men we have grown up and really started to deep the genre like we've deeped what goes into the music what goes into the lyrics what goes into topics and stuff we've gained a better understanding of the music and the cultures in general. So, you know, as much as hip hop has grown, we've grown with it and we're able to appreciate it a lot more than we might have 10 years ago as well. So, mm-hmm. so big up us and big up hip hop. So, yeah. Well, we did it. Yeah. Oof. We did it, man. It was tough, man. Yeah, Honestly, we did I mean, it, man. Look, we did it. You're not going to, if you don't agree with us, it's not going to happen. Like, it's, it's not a perfect list. Like, people are going to have their own opinions, but that's just what we thought. And, but know, if you rate Eminem, keep your opinions to yourself. And if you don't agree, man, hit us up on Twitter, hit us up on um, Instagram and let us know what you think. Anyway, we did it, guys. We did. We wrapped did. up the and decade. Yeah, like Peter said, like, let us know on all the socials what you thought. Um, we're at Rhymes Dimes Pod on all the socials. So, yeah, hit us up and let us know how wrong we are and why that is. <laughs> Uh, we'll definitely be looking forward to, yeah we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing you in the comments um, and until then we're going to bid you adieu so if guys you ain't got anything else to say um, it's been a good decade man it was a great it's been, decade it's been, it's been a great like when we look back at it the artists we've named the albums we've missed I don't think we can complain bro yeah man we, people we discovered the people that we discarded um, I'm not looking for I don't think this decade is going to be as good but we've got to wait and see who's to uh, say skinny from the nine mm. <laughs> You see what I done there? No. Um, cool. I know who the artist is, but yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I said, you, oh, I said okay. it's going to be whack. He's like, who's to say it? I said it's a whack artist. I feel you. Big up Van Hunt. <laughs> Any reason why? <laughs> no. Big up Van Hunt. Uh, are, we, are we just bigging people up? Um, big up Van Hunt. Yeah, from now on, Yeah, that's going to be my thing. What? I'm just going to salute a lot of my favourite solo artists. Richard, just one more person. One more, one more person. Just give us one more person. What, right now? Yeah. Curtis Mayfield. Got big up. Cool. I mean, I can add some context. If you Big up Tame Impala. No, no, no. We'll talk, actually, add some context. Yeah. Okay, I'll add some context. Yeah. Um, well, if, currently, well, I'm diving into a lot of um, black rockers, um, black artists that do soul music, funk music, and rock, um, guitar-driven music. So right now, I'm digging into Van Hunt's catalogue um, and Curtis Mayfield. 
So big up those two gentlemen. Big up those two. Lenny Kravitz, I shout. Um, I haven't got into his catalogue just yet. Big up to them, man. But big up Lenny Kravitz. Big up all them guys and big up all the hip hoppers out there as well. (laughs) And on that note, we're going to say. Oh, yeah, can I just say one thing I learned this, this decade? We need to treasure our black queens. You're right. I see. It. I feel like there's been a lot of colorism in this decade. That's why. Yeah, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so I feel like we need to treasure our black queens. I'm not even just saying it for this banner, honestly. I feel like there's been a lot of color. Maybe it's Twitter. I feel like there's been a lot of colorism in this decade. Yeah, maybe stay off Twitter. Yeah, so. bro. So we need to salute our black queens when we've got them. And on top of that, let's just spread more love. No, I don't care about that bit. I'm saluting who. <laughs> can I, we end this podcast? I want to salute. No, you're not editing this. I want to salute who no, I want to salute. Can we end this? If I want to salute black queens. No, that's I'm, what not, we're I'm not. I'm not. Dis- I'm not taking no, away no, from no, salute no, black no, queens. No, of course not. I'm just saying. Let's just be nicer people. Take your own advice, Peter. Of I'm, I'm nicer than you. Dude, I saw your WhatsApp message earlier. <laughs> oh. We're going to talk about that post-pod. So yeah, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled programming. All the latest topics and all that good stuff next episode. But until then, salute. Take care. Stay black if you're black. Stay white if you're white. And stay in the middle if you're in the middle. <laughs> and we out. Peace. Hey, yo. Yeah,